welcome yeah. to episode number 30. Okay, we've made wow, it to 30 we episodes. Right? We've made it to 30 episodes, 3-0. All right, yeah. good. And, uh, go, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we got we got, uh, we got a lot of different things that happened yeah. in the last couple of days to cover here. I'm tired, man. I had a late uh, night. Uh, but you have a late night? Late night. Yesterday, yesterday, you and Tom had a conversation together yeah. about what percentage he is at with Trump still being able to be president. And you said what? You're still at 0%. Biden's Can I go less than zero? Can you go less than zero? Your Tom, has anything well, changed? Tom's with? numbers are going up somehow. A little bit. <laughs> He's still there. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, he just released a great tape last night. Yeah. Forty-one uh, percent. It was. It's gone from thirty-three to thirty-eight to forty-one, which is significantly below fifty percent. I'm not saying he's going to do it, but it's still. Are you getting more optimistic? Uh, not too much, okay. but it's, it's a right. small... I mean, Christmas All is right. coming. It might be a great gift for the world. I, by the way, can, thumbs up if he has any chance. Thumbs down if Biden's going to be the next president. I, I, just I, just real quick. I mean, yeah. thumbs up. He's going to be president. Thumbs down. Biden's got it. I'm putting it a thumb world. up just because I like this show. <laughs> hey, uh, but, hey, how about the fact that Biden is already injured? I mean, the dude is so frail. Yeah, he can't yeah. even play with his dog. Yeah, he, had, true. An, he had an ankle injury. He had an ankle injury, and shout out to Clay Thompson, man. Two two seasons in a row with injuries. Man. Clay Thompson and Joe Biden, one of my man. favorite, <laughs> two of the Thompson. greatest shooters around. He <laughs> got injured. Lefty Obama. All right, so let me tell you what topics we got here today. Salesforce confirms a deal to buy Slack for twenty seven point seven billion dollars. By the way, Slack. Who knows Slack? We know we Slack. Use we Slack use Slack all day, every day. But Slack for $27.7 billion. Obama made a comment about defunding the police, which we'll talk about and we'll watch here in a minute. Trump potentially about pardoning himself, which we'll debate that a little bit, yeah. have some fun with that. Uh, Salesforce Mark Benioff becomes a top deal maker, seizing the crown from his former boss, the one and only legendary Larry Ellison. We got some stories with Under Armour and Steph Curry, whether that's going to work out or not. Another big company leaving California for Texas. Oh, yeah. Hugh Packard leaves California for Texas in headquarters jump. We'll talk about that. Elon Musk thinks within the next six years we can have life in Mars, and Tom has strong opinions about that. You're there. You're going. We'll see what he's going to say. Musk I'm had some comments to, to his employees. Walmart is dropping their shipping. All the Bitcoin community, if you are in the Bitcoin community and your plans are to one day be a millionaire and get rich with Bitcoin community. One announcement today is going to fire you up. You know the you announcement. Must, that's going to be that's going to fire. You stumbled right there. You're you're a, that's a big one right you there. You must call it Bitcoin. Bitch, <laughs> you would call it a Bitcoin. Where are my Bitcoins at? Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's 22 years ago. Okay, so all right, so Walmart, Visa, uh, BlackBerry record spikes. Uh, uh, you know, 65 percent after their deal, and BlackBerry uh, felt like it was gone, but it's coming back. We'll talk about uh, Nasdaq seeks uh, board diversity rule similar to Germany, which uh, uh, we will see. Did I miss one? Oh, predictions. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a prediction. Tom's got a strong prediction about Melania, and and Adam's got a prediction. Matter of fact, we'll get to that here in a minute. Let me just give a couple other things. And then we have uh, Barr made a comment about there's no voter fraud, which I'm sure Adam's got a lot of exciting things to add on that one. So does Kai. And then Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, uh, believes we should pardon <laughs> Edward Snowden. Don't be such a retard, man. We talking about goodbye. <laughs> pardon Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. And Rand Paul went at it again. And by far, <laughs> we have a story that uh, uh, is the is the number one trending story yeah. in Business Insider yesterday. That's why I'm which, so tired today, by the way. Yeah, by the way, that <laughs> story night. makes no sense. When you read it the first time, it sounded like a spoof when I you guys first joke. told me. I thought it was a joke. But it's a real story on what happened. But first, Crazy. let's get into this prediction, there, Adam, that you have, saying that he's saying 41% Trump's going to win. You're yeah. saying 0%, maybe negative. But your prediction is, you're predicting that Melania Trump may leave 
Trump. I'm just I'm just while we're in the prediction game, while mm-hmm. we're doing the Nostradamus stuff. I mean, clearly Tom just throwing out anything. His numbers are going higher somehow. <laughs> so that's data. That's not throwing out. The, man. the Trump stuff about going this. up. Yes, Trump. a little bit. So Why not? As all these Keep states, alive. all these states start to certify: Nevada, Georgia, Michigan, Talk Pennsylvania. About What's your point? No, I'm getting there. You're like, oh, I like this. I like that Biden's winning these states. I'm going higher on Trump. I respect for going down with the ship, man. I respect. We'll that. No life jacket. Here's my prediction. You think Melania's? I got two Trump. predictions. Yeah, I got two predictions. I did go. some. Here we and go. I, I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. I said, all right. How long has Trump been married before? How long has Trump been married? How long was he married to Ivana Trump? Yeah. How long? What's the number? The Tell number's us. 15 years. Okay. Number's 15 years. Uh, she's obviously the the mom of Don Jr., Ivana, and Eric, right? Three beautiful, beautiful children, except for Eric. He's a little goofy in the face. Then you got, um, uh, I'm sorry. And then you got his second wife, Mar- Marla Maples. Yeah. How long were they married Four for? Four years. Six years, Tom. I like that. Took the under. All right. Give, give Trump a little respect. A little longer than six years. They had a kid called Johnny. Tiffany. You know, little. Uh, it's a long seven, path to a prediction. Seven. Melania, how long have they been married now? Fifteen. Fifteen uh-huh. years. Uh-huh. So the track record, he has not lasted longer than 15 years. If I had to make a prediction, what would happen first? Let's ask the audience here. What would happen first? Melania leaves Trump. Or Kamala Harris becomes president for Joe Biden. What would happen first? Basically, you're saying, you know, in the next four years, Kamala is going to step in for Biden. Or Melania says, look, enough, enough of this guy. Are you going to make yeah. a damn prediction? <laughs> Are you just going to do foreplay for freaking two? Give us your answer. Let me get, I, I just Holy moly. What is going on? I predict you've been watching Melania videos all night. It, it, yeah, let me Melania is 50 years old. Okay. She's 50. You're what? Don is, I'm, I'm 39 and a half. Okay. Um, Melania Trump is 74. Trump is 74. Okay. 24 years age difference. Looks great for a 74 year old. She looks great for a 50 year old. Well, she looks great for a 50 year old. I, I won't back up whatever you just said about yeah. Trump looking great. Uh, he looks kind of orange to me. My prediction is one this dust is all settled. Uh, breaking news, guys. Trump's probably not going to be the president come January 20th. I, you know, I don't want to break your heart, Tom. But my my guess, my oh prediction my is gosh. Melania is saying, look, enough, enough of this clown show. I'm out. You think wow. so? Wow. I, I don't even know what his prediction. answer is now. So, pre- so yeah. your prediction okay. is she's leaving yeah. him? I'm saying yes, but I posed it with... Timeline. I posed it with what would likely to, mo- be most likely to happen. Yeah. Kamala ends up becoming president because Joe Biden, you know, or... I'm going with Melania. Here, can I make one quick prediction? Yeah, I predict please. that if you look at Adam's value tainment contract, he's paid by the word for the podcast. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I went there. I, I like it. Um, they are going to go separate ways. There is no way they are staying together. Don't you think that they have an agreement? They cl- there is something. So you agree with me? I agree with you. Holy I think they're what? done. I really Get truly think here. that they're going to go their separate ways because Donald's not going to give up the politics. He's already said he's going to start comp- campaigning already right away. You think she wants wow. four more years of that garbage? She had some sort of deal in place where I will stick with you through one or two terms. I will be a great first lady because she was. She was a and is and continued will be forty one percent for the next she, four she years. Still will be. Yeah. But I think I think you know she the the, the age difference. I think, you know, she's done her time. I think 15 years with Trump is sort of like 70 years with a normal husband. I mean, that, that's a long time. That's a lot of Tom, stuff. To you're coming with. out Tom, today. Out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> I'm not ripping out of nowhere, them. Tom. Holy moly. But I'm not Tom. ripping them. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, they, they ran 
the 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 course of a relationship, yeah. and I think they 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 have two different fires driving them and Very burning for them. And I think they're going to go separate. Did ways. you see that coming? You want to give each other a hug? Like you want to? You look like you're ready to. Let me get, Tom, get, let me get half that stuff. Tom. <laughs> okay, Tom. so so both of you guys are thinking yeah, it's I over. Do. I do. I really. That's do. my prediction. Okay. Yes. Now, okay, so both of you guys are thinking it's going to be over with. So how quickly do you think that's going to happen? Is it like, or let's just say he's done, he's out. How much longer until she says, listen, we're done with this. I've got to move on. I think it's very low-key. I don't think she goes to Mar-a-Lago. I don't know. I, th- I think there's going to be something. Maybe she goes to Florida because what's there to go back to New York for right now? But I, I think he goes back to Mar-a-Lago. Is it a public divorce? Mm, I don't think so. I think she's too classy. I think I don't. I don't think so they're going to make mean? this so, thing. So it, w- it, will, it will not be a divorce. I, it's well, just married but different lives. I, I think they're definitely going to go separate ways. But I think eventually, I, I, let me let me think about that more. I don't know if they're going to go God, through the what divorce. What do you think? I mean, how, but they're, they're how, not how, how crude can I get right now? Go as crude as you want to get. I just don't think he's hitting it at all. I don't think anything? he's given two shits about Melania in the bedroom. She's hot. She's 50. She's still got some drive left. I mean, she's been dealing with Trump's nonsense for a solid five years. I don't think after all his tweeting and yeah. being up early, I don't think he's showing her any love. I really don't. So I think some, some like, hot pool boy is going to come around Mar-a-Lago. Some, you know, young, hot, 22-year-old wow. Iranian, bell-bottom-wearing, stud-like-looking uh, guy. The 20-year-old. The 20-year-old 20 20 version yeah. of PBD shows yeah. up. Hey, it's time to clean your pool. Oh, shit. Who's this dude? All right. We saw that happen. And, wow, and, and, you're going and, there. Well, hey, I'm just saying. Okay. Let me disagree with you. has got some needs. It's not like Donald Trump isn't wanting to have some relationships I in just, the bedroom. I, just, I, I would say she's the one that's saying it's not going to happen. Right? If they're not sleeping together or whatever you're implying, there, I don't think it's going to Meaning, yeah. She's like, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't. By the way, let me ask you, if you're watching this, if you're watching this yourself, what do you think? Do you think this. The crowd is going nuts. I'm actually really curious. Do you think this is even a topic? Like, do you think they're going to stay together or not? Because if if you go to the the last uh, uh, president whose wife remarried to another man, who was it? Jackie Kennedy. She remarried to Onassis. Mm -hmm. Onassis, yeah. But she. General. She went with Onassis. If you remember one time, there's a story. I interviewed Clint Hill, who was her uh, secret service for many mm-hmm. years, and Clint Hill wrote a book called uh, uh, Jackie and I or something like that. What was, what's the book uh, called? Uh, uh, and it was four or five presidents. He was a secret service to four or five presidents, okay, Clint Hill. Clint He's Hill, the yeah. guy that jumped on the top of the car when Kennedy got assassinated. Like, wow. You see the video of the guy that jumps sure. up? with the, That's yeah. that guy. And the video's got you like five, six him. million yeah. views. Oh, my gosh. It's a fascinating interview. Miss Kennedy and, and I. Miss Kennedy and, and Thank I. Thank you, Kai. It was like a voice of God that God came out of nowhere. Yeah. So, so, so we sit there, we're talking, and there was an incident, incident that happened. The incident was, uh, I think John F. Kennedy got caught with Marilyn, and it became too public. Mm-hmm. And when it became public, she was very embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And she said, you have to let me go a week spent with Onassis on his yacht. Oh. She went, by the way, she went... And wow. spent a week on his and and by the way, you can pull this up and this is not the you know yeah you can pull up. That's the dude that Melania is going to start I, I running mean, away just with. Just to show you what that it looks like. Who's that hot young man? Tom Zenner oh, with Tom Melania. Zenner. How many years ago? That's that? got to be at probably, least fifteen years. No, ago, that was like twenty fourteen. Oh, six years ago. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so, but let me. T- she looks like the the the, the original wife. In uh, the wedding singer. By the if way, that, can, if you that, can pull up the wedding singer, you didn't know that. That's Melania's that's Christmas, Christmas card. card. The wedding this year. singer. So watch what happens. So she goes okay. and spends time with Onassis. And if you remember Onassis, Aristotle Onassis, the guy was a playboy. He was a money guy. 
He was a flamboyant guy. And she was just sick of it with John. Every day there was a new story with women, and it was almost becoming public. Women were coming into the White House. He got caught left, left and right. Yeah. He got caught. It was just like embarrassing her, right, is what mm -hmm. he was doing. So she goes and hooks up with Onassis. After the assassination, they got married. That's unbelievable. How long That's an unbelievable story. Oh, it was instantly. It wasn't even a long time until Damn. after they got a, a, you know, he died, where she ended up going over there. So. If that does happen, who is an ideal candidate for Melania? <laughs> Clearly a Tom Zenner no, no, type. No, no, no. Can, oh. can ideal candidate, she has to marry somebody with power. A tycoon who would be somebody of some like, sort. It has to be. Is it like be. a Larry Ellis? Like, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? I, I say you start with somebody on the billionaire list. There's no way she downgrades. I think it'll have to be a billionaire for sure. I, I can't see her with like, with like a Bill Gates. I just can't see no, her. No, 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 no. I think, like, dude, there's going to be some, you know, what is she, um... She Romanian? Where's she from? Czech? Where's Russian. She, where, she, no, she's not Russian. Where's she's she from, from? One of the Russian states. Country? Kai? Why you what about Jeff Bezos? Slovenian? Why Slovakian? you leave the Romanian I'm just, folks I'm just, alone? No, just, I love my Romanian What about friends. Jeff Bezos? She's Slovenian. She's Slovenian. I cannot see that. You know, there's just some, like, the top guy in Slovenia is like, come back to Papa. I take care of you. Some billionaire guy. I, I can't see her not being with a guy that doesn't have swagger. I just can't yeah. see it. Money, swagger, but younger and doper, and she just wants to have some fun. Like, do you think she's actually legitimate question? Do you actually think she's having fun being a part of this nonsense I, in the White I, House? I think she fun. No, I don't. I, I think she knows what she got herself into. Listen, when you're marrying somebody like that, guess what? She, you know what? She's not a dummy. No, no, she's I have not an a objection. dummy. I have Go an ahead, objection. give your when objection she married Trump. You're yeah. talking about, you know, he's running Miss Universe contest. He's doing the. Uh, uh, the Apprentice, he's on TV. It's more fun and games. Now it's political. It's very ugly. It's divisive. It's not fun. Well, and, not and fun. living in Washington, D.C., if you're a Republican, it's not fun. You know, yes. I you know what I think the template for no her friends. is, though? What's that? Tiger Woods' ex-wife. How she was in a very, very high-profile, scandalous-type situation. Yeah. She slinkered away. You never hear from her. But Great you, word, slinkered she away. She slinkered away. Damn. And uh, she's living in Florida, living the good so life. It's a Mario Ward. Who's she you know, with now? Kind of stay under the, Who's the, she uh, with now? We don't know. See, that's no, the beautiful that, thing about true. it. That's she's the case with the study. sports guy. By the way, when Young you mentioned sports guy. JFK letting her go on the yacht with... Uh, Can you pull up that story? With with Anassis. Yeah. I mean, don't we know that never works? Remember Indecent Proposal? Of course. That's I mean, a great why scene, you Robert would let Redford. your wife get on a yacht, a helicopter, anything that flies? I wouldn't let my wife get on a skateboard with a 19-year-old down the block She's I might not see her again she's you know, a Jordan it's Cameron good, football player ex-football player yeah right there right there if you go to uh, uh if you go to the story uh uh yeah if you if the story popped up right off the bat if you type in JFK ordered JFK just search this JFK lets Jackie go to Onassis JFK lets Jackie 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 go to Onassis Great job, Kai. In the Shout out to Get Kai, it. man. That's, yeah. that's Getting uh, better. right there. JFK ordered Secret Service agent right there. Okay, go up. Uh, matter of fact, I think that is my story. Go up. Clinton, that's my interview. Hmm. Yeah, that's the interview. Really? Four years ago. That's exactly what he said. He let. Yeah. Uh, that is so crazy. I didn't even know. You're, you're in the news a lot these days, by the way, Pat. Can we talk Can about that? Can you block that? that, Kai, or we're not wanting to go to not another porn site? <clears throat> Damn. Some Hungarian story is going to pop up yes. here. Pop up. You know, <laughs> Mario just 25. Keep going up, keep going up, keep going up, keep going up. See if it's a John Jones one or the one of his top secret service agents to make sure his wife did not meet with her start on us on a secret trip she took to Greece. Son, she, son named Patrick. She and well, that's the whole thing. When she was mm -hmm. grieving over over that, she was not happy about it, and she needed a break. Can, we, can I can I can I bring up a little segue right here? Yeah. Who, what what did I say? I'm upset about this morning. Snoop. Who I'm upset with Snoop, man. 
The what guy, was commentary the other night or what? Oh, the commentary killed yeah, it. Killed it. Killed yeah, it. Great. So yeah. I'm going to give you three quick points. You said I get paid in words, so this is going to be real quick. Kills it. We all went to Pat's house yep. for the fight. Tyson, um, Roy Jones Jr. I took Roy Jones Jr. Somehow I ended up not losing that bet because I thought he got his ass whooped, but, you know, I think I still owe you lunch. However, um, great commentary. We're having a great time. Pat says, man, Snoop is killing it. Sends out a tweet saying, wow, we should Snoop should get a contract. What a great guy. Snoop takes Pat's tweet, reposts it, repackages it, puts it out there, being like, guys, what do you think? Don't you love this? Snoop gives zero credit to PBD. Zero. Doesn't mm. tag him. Doesn't say where it came from. We're here. There we are. There you go. He is He's more, than, more a than a rapper. Go ahead. Triathlete. Is that the one? It's not that one you sure. But here's the question. If someone uses yeah. your content, uses your quote, uses. No, I think that's the one. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's here who won is. tonight. Snoop Dogg hands down. Someone signed Snoop Dogg to multi-year contract. He's a natural commentator. He's Barkley on steroids. He's hilarious. Three years for $15 million. Who'll make the call? And then if and you then go, you to, go, ESPN, to Snoop's, uh, go to Snoop's uh, Instagram account. Snoop a loop. <laughs> Hilarious how this. Snoop a loop. By the way, he posts more than anybody I've ever 46, seen in my life. 46,000 posts. 47,000 So posts. aggressive. Huh. So go up a little bit, go up a little bit, go up a little bit, go up a little bit. That's the right same there. exact tweet. Snoop, hands down. He's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he copied Even and Phil pissed. Heath. Phil Heath is like, listen, that's Patrick's yeah. caption. Oh, and, and who likes it? Who likes Shout it at the bottom? Shout out to Phil Heath. Kai Lude at the bottom. Kai's liking the, you're selling out, Kai. What happened, bro? <laughs> hey, you know, um, Snoop has a guy that follows him but, just to roll his joints all day, right? He's got a full-time employee. I think he pays him Listen, don't 000. talk about my job, bro. That's, my, that's the thing that I got to <laughs> you know, deal with him. He, he probably just has a Twitter guy, right? Just doing tweets he all day. He probably just has for an Instagram. All right. Guy. So here's yeah. my question to you. Yeah. Here's my question to the audience, right? So this is a two prong question. What does it feel like when you give a guy a shout out? Yo, respect. You killed it. You tag him into, you know, you make it all about him. He uses your content, gives you no respect, no tag, no appreciation. How does that feel? And B, if you're in the audience and you do that and no one repost and you give someone a shout out, they don't, and they just cut and paste, don't give you any yeah. props. What would you do? What, well, what are your why thoughts, Why don't you go to Yahoo News and type in Snoop. Type in Yahoo News Snoop at David. It's hilarious okay. because what who ended up writing about this is uh, uh, Sports Bible. I don't know if you follow sports. I'm mm -hmm. sure you know Sports Bible. And then Yahoo News does a story on it. Snoop Dogg, go, go at the top. Snoop Dogg, uh, praise for commentating skills during Tyson. <laughs> this is two of the most long story. Uh, Instagram, Snoop Dogg shared a tweet ah. from Patrick Bay David that praised him as a natural okay. commentator. Someone cites Snoop on a multi-year contract. He's a natural commentator, et cetera, et cetera. So when it goes below, if you go He's lower. Hilarious, says Bet David. Yeah, and you got Stephen A. You got a bunch of other guys okay. that said And you've interviewed Stephen A. Yeah, Stephen so A. So what does it feel like when for he does me? it? Yeah, for you. I mean, listen, you have to realize I talk about some topics that probably he and his community doesn't support. And to, mm -hmm. to kind of give love to a guy like me, I'm a little weird for some folks in Hollywood because – I can go hip hop with anybody, and you go old school, and I can because that's the community. Old school I, hip hop. Oh no, no school. After yeah, yeah, 2003, yeah. I don't like any of the new not stuff. Not the Wham stuff. Not, not too old. Wham school. is too old. I don't like new school, right? So, so for me, I'm there, but yeah. I'm also a guy that loves America. I'm also an immigrant. I'm also yeah. a guy that grew up in a divorced family. I'm also a business guy. I'm also a money guy. So it's a complicated situation to give credit to somebody that may not be someone that's supportive of 
some of his views. So I can understand that, that taking you're place. You're saying it's too hot to hold, too cold to handle, right? I have no idea I what disagree. his I disagree. I think you're was. pissed. I, I would be ticked off. I yeah. mean, you're a high-profile person. There's something called social media etiquette. I mean, it's 101. You don't copy and paste someone's high, some high-profile individual's comments and throw it in there. Give them, some, give them the shout-out. Tom, Tom has agreed with me twice today. This is a record, y'all. You guys, And I've we're going to share that this. scarf. We're making history right now This is now what's together. happening. You know we're who making, it was? You know who i got to give respect to? Tell me. Re- real talk. Shonda, bro. Here we His go. Wife, your wife, Shonda. She's dope. Give her some props. Oh, she's great. She's unbelievable. So what, but what are you giving props I'm to? I'm just saying she's she's just just cool like that. <laughs> she is. Great kids. But I picked you know? the scarf. So so the other night, I got to take But a, she will not let you eat mashed I potatoes. I lost $100 the other night <laughs> to Tom's son. Did you guys hear about this or not? I lost $100 Let's to Tom's son. This. So uh, Dash, who's one of my Swag. favorite kids Swaggy in the world. I'm a, I'm a da- you guys got to meet this kid. So Dash comes to the house, and we're spending some time together, and I'm seeing... Videos of him and Ivana. By the way, both of their kids are athletes. Ivana does high jump, uh, what do you call it? Diving, uh, diving right? Wow. And uh, like USC type of stuff. Like I'm talking about 10 meters type Scholarship of stuff. Scholarship Yeah, no stuff. joke type of stuff. They right? don't got to pay for play. No, like, no, no. Uh, She's Aunt legit. Becky. That's a different story, yeah. So then Dash says, uh, I, walk, I walk out with him. He grabs a skateboard. I'm trying to learn what kind of skateboard yeah. he likes. So he starts showing me tricks. And he does another trick and another trick and another trick. And he's, like, failing at a few of them, but he's making yeah. them. At the, he doesn't stop until he gets it. So finally, one of them, he does it, he fails. He does it, he fails. He does it, he fails. Then he looks at his dad and he says, Dad, if I get this one, 25 bucks. And he says, okay. Then I said, I'll put another 100 on it. 100. He says, Okay. <laughs> you see, he takes a right. deep breath. Yeah. And he pauses for, like, five seconds. Then he goes. Boom! He hits it. I have to give the he kid $100. Had to it go. was the best. Had to go into the yeah. house and get it. You know, I told you, Pat, I said as soon as there was money on the line, he was going to do was it. Gonna the do kid it. is pretty clutch. The he next, is. Hustler. Hey, should I show you what he did two days later? Tell me. I took him over to Lifetime Fitness, and he wanted to shoot some hoops because we can't shoot it all. So I sent this over to Kai. So I said, hey, Dash, show Pat and the VT community here your shot from the top of the key. This is Dash Zenner from the top of the key. Like, you got to say how old he is. He's 11. Okay, watch this. Top of the key. There's Dash. Oh, damn. No way. No way. Who no is this way. kid, bro? Look at him. Swagged out. Seriously. Look at that guy, man. Seriously. Super he swagged competitive. out. You, you know when you're like the older uncle and you're rooting for that one nephew or one niece? She's, yeah. He's that niece. He's that nephew. You know, oh, you kind of want to see this kid. <laughs> Went at the high level. Okay. 125 bucks. So are you, guys, are you, so you guys are on the same page with Melania? That, that's pretty Somehow, clear. Somehow, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not saying I agree with him. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying I had that opinion before I heard him. So okay. let's get away so, from agreeing. Oh, so, Tom, so breaking my heart line, here, bro. Timeline, timeline, though. Give a timeline. I think January, you know, look, Trump's going to get way nastier and uglier over the next 30 yeah. days. Like, it's becoming very apparent he is out the door. He's given all these sort of press Is he going to go to an inauguration? You think he'll show up? He is way too shallow, petty, no. and Will small he show, to up? show up. Do you think no. he'll show up? Do you think no. he'll show up? Do you no. think he'll show up? Sore loser, bro. You don't think he'll, sh- you he, think he'll show up? He'll show up at his rally that day. You think he'll show up? Yeah, he'll do his So own. let me get this straight. Do you think he'll show up? None of you guys think he's going to show up to the inauguration. No, I do. Well, time out. I'm taking that back. Sore he will loser. show up. I mean, come on. The guy is a true American. He has <laughs> respect for protocol in this country. So, he realized that's a how bad How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Well, $125. $125 bucks. He doesn't show up. Let me ask the other Shake question. Shake on it, Tom. Let me, let me ask the yeah. other question. Let me $125. Ask bucks. Let me ask the other Document question. That. Let ahead. me ask the other question. Yes, sir. I'll Here's the other it. question for you. Is yeah. there even going to be an inauguration? Because if the be Biden's camp yeah. is all about social distance, yeah. how weird of an inauguration is that? If you have to sit six feet apart. So that means 
Trumps are going to sit six feet apart from Bidens, are going to, uh, from uh, Obamas are going to sit six feet apart from Clintons. That inauguration is not going to be a half a million people showing up. So is mm. it even going to be an inauguration? Is it even going to be the point. same one? Or Great will it be a point. Zoom inauguration? Will it be a TV nah. inauguration? It may not be an inauguration that you're thinking It'll about. It'll be just like one of his rallies where 15 if people show up th- in cars, that's, social that's distance, why if six it's, feet apart. If it's that and he yeah. doesn't show up, I don't think it's a big deal. Well, I think it, Trump shows up maskless. Possibly shirtless. He don't give shit, man. No, he, no, he's not going to show up shirtless. But, but what I'm trying to that. say to you is, it, I think it'll have a lot to do with how, as these cases are going up and everybody's panicking about cases going. I got a call yesterday from a friend of mine, who uh, his son works at the ICU in Baltimore. Okay, mm. Jordan. Shout out to Jordan, <laughs> and shout out to uh, uh, Mehran. And he called me, says, "Listen, I just want you to know, mm-hmm. my son told me that the ICU is so packed right now with people with cases. It's nonstop." He just dropped me a nice message saying, "Just." Don't be a, uh, 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 what's the word he used? He says, don't be a uh, denier. He said, maverick or something like, no, no, not a denier. He said, don't be a maverick. Don't be this. Just keep this part of mind that my son works in ICU. And, and by the way, this is a pretty conservative guy. So yeah. he's not coming from a place of, mm-hmm. you know, poli- there is no politics in his comments, right? But uh, if the cases are going up and it's real, yeah. there is no inauguration because it shows that his messaging, that he's going to come out and he's going to say, I'm the more responsible guy on how to handle COVID. Mm. You can't have an inauguration. The inauguration is out the window because you're showing a lack of responsibility if you are going to have an inauguration. So if there is not one and he doesn't show up, I don't think it's a big deal. I think they could do it without the public, right? I mean, keep them, like, put your hand on the Bible, do the thing on TV. But you also made a really good point that not being an inauguration because Trump could still win. Then there wouldn't be an inauguration. So good point. I'm with you. There would actually still be an inauguration, even if he wins, because when you you win again, you get inaugurated again. That's just how it works. Um, but again, I don't think that's happening. I think Biden will have a more subdued inauguration, a little social distance. Not, not as crazy. I don't think Biden is there for like the, look at my crowds. Look how big he's just like, look, bro, let's, you know, I got a bad ankle. Let's just keep this thing moving. Let's, let's that's what I'm saying. What I'm yeah. trying to say is I don't even, I think this is going to be a very weird, but you have but to, but I don't think it's going to be a zoom type of inauguration. You have It'll to be, a low be ready. Key. You have to be ready for anything this year. This is a very weird year. Mm-hmm. So. If you're going to be surprised by inauguration not being the traditional one, you are naive. This is a very weird year. He may just come out and do something basic, and they leave and boom. So now the question becomes, do I think on the same exact day Trump will hold a rally? Here's what I think. I'll give you my opinion. Mm -hmm. Number one, I think he's capable of doing that. Number two, I think it's not the right thing to do. Okay, I think he's capable of doing that. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Uh, will he do it? I think there's a 70% chance that he would do something like that, okay? His own and rally. You mean. I don't think it's a good idea to do that. I, I don't think it's a good idea for you to do that. Look, you know, uh, if voter fraud, did it happen? 100% it happened. It happens every single time. Was there more dissent than the other way? 100%. I fully believe it because there was one thing different about this ballot than the other ones, which is what? A bunch of mail-in ballots. And and you're, you're poised to do voter fraud. The other day I'm talking to a guy who works for uh, uh, one of the guys that was involved politically in JFK's candidate, can, uh, JFK's uh, uh, campaign, where they did the whole voting stuff, and you know where the guy said what, the Daily said what, folks, make sure you go vote and vote often. You know, you, you know, meaning <laughs> right. keep voting. Don't yeah. just you understand that what was that their is? mantra? Yeah, that totally. was their mantra. Keep early voting. and often, early and often, right? Dead okay, people. so yes, it happened. It happened. Guess what? Your strategy sucked. Theirs beat you. Period. That's all there is to it. You lost to a better strategy. Mm-hmm. And four years ago, guess what, Hillary Clinton? Your strategy sucked. You lost. His was better. And you need to go home. 
And she went home, and for the rest of her career, she's talked about what? She threw Russia at him. She played games. She did all that other stuff. Is Trump going to do to Biden what Hillary did to Trump? 100%. If you think for a second Trump's going to sit around, he's going to do exactly what Hillary did to Trump. Mm -hmm. He's going to do exactly what Obama did to Trump. He's going to go after Biden. He's going to go after all those guys. I don't think that's going to stop. I just don't think it's a good idea for him to go and hold an event on the same day as inauguration. I, I think what it does to, to the base that he needs. So becoming a president, he got 74 million votes, which is the most ever by a sitting president. That's never happened before. Biden ended up getting 80 million votes, which if you take the mail-in ballots out, that number is probably going to be a lot lower than what it was because mail-in ballots, people send on more ballots on both sides, 74 to 80 million. You, what we learned is you ain't going to become a president without flipping the middle. You're mm-hmm. not. It's not about your the base. The swing states. You are not. Like one of the things Obama said yesterday when he talked about defunding the police, which we'll get into here in a minute. We'll go into the right uh, next. Obama talks purely strategically. Mm-hmm. Everything about Obama is strategic. There's something to be learned about Obama because what Obama was able to do, he was able to get the independence to say what? You know what? I, I, I like the way he said that America's about, the, it's not about just the Republicans and Democrats and independent. America's about Latino community. America's about blacks. America's about the white. America's about suburbia. America's about this. America's about farmers. America's about LGBT. America, this is the United. You know, he gave that message, and independent said, you know what? I'm just going to vote for this guy. I'm cool with this guy. If Trump doesn't play that card, oh, dude, you ain't getting the vote that you need. I'm just saying. Yeah. So strategically, it's not a good strategy. Okay, and I think that plays into his speech yesterday, this 46-minute speech. Yeah. This wasn't a campaign speech. I personally, in all seriousness, if nothing changes regarding the voter fraud, if yeah. there is no proof or this thing doesn't get flipped, I don't think he'll show up at the inauguration. I'll tell you why. Because I don't think he believes this is the same America going forward because of the result of this election. And if they got away with it once, and if they get that one more Senate seat in Georgia, what they're going to be able to do in the next four years is unbelievable and and prevent a guy from Trump from even having a chance of winning an election. I think that's why that speech he made yesterday, once you get past your hatred of him or anything else about him that bugs you, that's what he was talking about. And if he went to the inauguration, he'd be conceding the fact that he lost the election. In his mind, which works a little bit differently, he doesn't believe he did. He had it stolen from him. So I don't think he would show up. And if he's going to run again in 2024, I think he would feel it's a bad precedent for him to go admit failure, admit I lost. He would ride that wave of four years saying, I never did yeah, lose but, that but, one. But let me let me explain this thing to you. So I'm watching the commentary, right? And people are saying, you're, you're this and I'm, Trump's going to do this and you don't understand America's with Trump and America's with this. I don't, I don't disagree that America's not with Trump. I don't disagree that America's not with Trump. I also don't disagree that America's also with Biden. Okay, you got 80 million, you got 74 million. I'm very comfortable knowing that America's with, a portion of America's with Mm -hmm. what? With both sides. Right. But this is not about that, Tom. This isn't about you. This isn't about you. This isn't about you. And this isn't about you. This is about who you can convert. You see, when there's a debate in politics to me, if I walk away and you walk away and you walk away, no one's mind's been changed a little bit by 1%. It was a waste of a meeting. But if you walk away and Adam walks away and I walk away and I say, you know what, Adam had a point about the, you know, when he talked about Biden and he comes out and, you know, and, and you know, China tariffs are not really, he's holding it in. Okay, I mean, that, that's a good point. And the, you know, cabinet he chose, Elizabeth Warren's not in it, Sanders' not in it, AOC's not in it, Ilhan Omar's not in it. So maybe he is democratic and left. Maybe he's not far left. Maybe it's not that bad. And he could walk away and say, you know what? Maybe, 
maybe Trump's policies are good for business and maybe it benefits me. The point I'm trying to make to you is it's not about your base. Mm -hmm. It's about converting a part of the base that's not your base. You got to win them over. How do you win them over? To win them over, you have to come across united. You cannot come across as us against the world. It doesn't work that way. Not about presidential. It could, it could work in mayor. It could work in Senate. It could work in House. It could work in, it could work in governor. It cannot work with presidency. You got to win that middle community that mm -hmm. says, you seem reasonable enough that you're going to be fair with me right. and them. Because they don't like, like, for example, you know the whole, the, the last debate Trump did with Biden. Look, look at Trump's first debate with Biden. Look at Trump's last debate with Biden. Night and day. Night and yeah. day. He was I mean, Trump the first crushed one. it on the, the last second debate. one. Yeah. First one first was a one, mess. First one was a disaster. he probably disaster. had COVID at that point. He, I told you he had COVID. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. he had COVID. Trump was a disaster. Why did America like the second one? He, he didn't interrupt Biden. Yeah. He was composed. Measured. He was measured. See, it, it, that was kind of like, you know what? This is the mm -hmm. guy I want to see. And then when he got COVID, he said, look, this thing is real. I have to tell you it's real. I've had it. It's mm -hmm. not something. And, you know, people are like, oh, wow. You know, this guy's got this mm -hmm. side. But then he went back to, let me tell you, yeah. you don't convert. It's about a conversion True. game. It's not just your base. Right. I may be wrong, guys. I'm just a business yeah. guy. But I think there's a little bit of strategy there that he's got to do a better one, job. One quick Couple, rebuttal. Yeah, go ahead. Just one quick rebuttal. Yeah. I think Trump believes he did that. He won the Hispanic vote. He dominated that Latino vote in, what do you in mean Florida. He won the Hispanic well, vote. Well, I mean, look. Tremendous we, progress. He, he, he did very, but he didn't very win. well. He, we don't know he that. He went from 15% he to 20%. He did very well with the well, black he still vote. Lost. He did very no, no, well. By, that's a drum. What are you talking but about? But he didn't win. Of course it's it's winning. It's 33% growth in a community voting for it, you. It, and it, nobody ever thought. They said this guy's not going to win. But he didn't get more than 50%. Yeah, but he did what Pat was referencing no, is I'm he flipped talking, enough yeah, people in the middle that generally went the other you're way. Winning sure, if you're, sure, so, sure. for example, House, Pelosi lost few seats. Yes. Her own side is saying, I'm not going to vote for it to be the House, uh, secret, uh, you know, Speaker. what do you call Speaker of the House. Why? Dude, you're not flipping me. I'm not staying with you. Yeah. It's about converting a few. I'm with he you took that. a Latino from 15 to to 20, and he, his African American right. vote is the highest for Republicans in 12 the 12 percent now. That's massive. I know it went that's from eight three to 12. times yes. McCain, yes. three times McCain. Correct. So he's done that part, but I just think he had to now flip a little bit of the independent, and he yeah. didn't. And, right? and one last thing, I think part. if you look at that, I think he's holding back information he knows he can't say. I mean, you watch him on that speech yesterday, and it's like he wants to reveal more information. Of things that he actually knows, Tom, maybe he you could. Think no, I'm, he's holding back anything oh, at this point. Oh, I hundred percent, I do. Tom, I, I totally Tom, do. Tom. He can't release right. it all right I now. I respect I mean, what you're saying. I, I don't think Trump has the capability of holding anything in. I think he's just gonna get out there and say what he wants to say. Whether the guy you like said it or not. right there, he says, "No, Pat, you're wrong. Biden did not get more votes than Obama. It has nothing to do with winning the middle. It's impossible. I disagree. I, I disagree. Listen, I, I want you to understand this part. I I do think there is voter fraud." Yeah, people have. How many times offline have I told you there was voter fraud? How many times? Yes, you've told it uh, many times. Every time I've yes. said my position doesn't change. There was voter fraud. Do I believe there's voter fraud in every election? I though. get that, but but bro, Biden's not an 80 million vote guy. No way. There's been a lot of people that have been hated by the other side. Biden's not an 80 million vote guy. This time around, he was. There though. is no way in the world. There's nothing about so, Biden that's. So what an is he? What's his number? He's a 65 million vote guy. So so you're saying that that. There was 15 million. What I'm trying to tell you is he's the base guy. He, he needs to get the votes of the base. The Democrats that are like, I hate the other guy, but he's not an 80 million guy. He's not because 80 million means the, the middle went left. That's 80 million. It's, he's, not, he's not that guy. Obama is and was. Obama, Bill Clinton is and was. 
okay? George Bush, believe it or not, is and was, okay? Reagan, 100%, because Reagan, Carter was not. It was, he was not popular. There's nothing about Carter that was popular. Carter got lucky when he became president. The timing was perfect for Carter to become president, and he became a one-term president. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't believe the 80 million votes that Biden got is real 80 million votes. I don't believe that. But even with that being said, even without all the manipulation that took place, if Barr comes out and says there's no voter fraud, highlight that. Right you there. drop yeah. highlight what? No, I'm just saying that's a major thing. Yeah, yeah, if Barr comes out and says, as of right now, we've not found the any attorney voter general. Fraud. Like, yes, the attorney news. general. Yes. That's a pro-Trump guy. Pro-Trump, the biggest pro-Trump I, guy. I, I'm, I'm giving yeah. it to you. If he comes out, if one state after another state after another state after another state. By the way, even if let's just say he wins Michigan, it's still above 270 for Biden. He has to flip three, four states for it to turn. This is, again, where I'm yeah. going to with you on this is when, when it happened and everybody said, oh, this is going to go, you know, this many weeks and it's going to be, you know, Trump's going to be able to flip it. I'm like, dude, we're not talking about one state. Mm-hmm. If it was only Arizona, yes. If it was only Georgia, yes. If it was only Wisconsin, yes. If it was only Michigan, yes. If it was only Pennsylvania, fine, yes. But we're talking about five states. Mm-hmm. Look. You know, you got you got to go. And then now Trump yesterday or two days ago says at a party that yeah. uh, he's going to come back 2024. It's a message saying, I concede if I'm going to come back 2024. So is there, is there a part of it that he's certain he was cheated out of an election? I think he was cheated out of an election. I'm not going to say. You think he was actually cheated out of this? As I, close I, as the vote was. I, yeah. I tell you. My, it was closer in 2016, though. I tell Way you. Way closer. I'm telling you, I think voter fraud happened at the highest level. I think for them to shut down the economy was so strategic. All I'm curious about is the following. You know what I'm curious about? Here's what I want to know. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea how bad I want to know this. I want to know who, like, you know, the other day the video came out with Project Veritas showing that uh, Zucker is going around telling his reporters exactly what to say. And McAfee's been, uh, not McAfee, O'Keefe has been on all his conference calls for the last two months. And have you seen this thing when he calls Zucker and he... You guys haven't seen yeah, this? Yeah, it's good. Have you seen it? Why don't you pull up the new video? New stuff got released today. Yeah, new, but no, play the video of him on the conference call with Zuck. You haven't seen this? I've not seen it. Okay, no. this is very awkward. You got to, uh, okay, this is it. This is it. It's, uh, Who's he calling? Set this watch up. Watch this. You'll see, you'll see what it does. So, so CNN is doing their conference call mm-hmm. with all their reporters and everybody. He got the number to the conference call. For the last two months, they've recorded every single one of CNN's calls led by CNN's president and CEO. Jeff Zucker. Zucker. Yeah. Gotcha. And watch what happens. Press play. Washington. You're unmuted. Hey, Jeff Zucker, are you there? Hey, yes. this is James O'Keefe. Uh, we've been listening to your CNN calls for basically two months, uh, recording everything. Um, just wanted to ask you some questions if you have a minute. Um, do you still feel you're the most trusted name in news? Because I have to say, from what I've been hearing on these phone calls, I don't know about that. I mean, we got a lot of recordings that indicate you're not really that uh, independent of a, of a journalist. Okay. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for uh, your comments. Um, so, everybody, in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll set up a, a, a new system and we'll uh, we'll be back with you. We'll do the rest of the call uh, a little bit later. We're going to release those recordings today at at 7 o'clock. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. So um, you just heard me talk to uh, uh, the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker. They're still listening to him. um, He hasn't hung up yet. uh, That we are going to release uh, a number of recordings today. 
uh, I unmuted myself into the conference line, and they're still on there. They're listening to me right now. now <laughs> okay, stop it at this point. If you're still on the call. Stop it at this point. Okay. Uh, so, so what were we talking about a minute ago before I went into this? We're talking voter about fraud. What? Voter fraud. But what was I talking about after voter fraud? That Bill Barr. Bill Barr, all these guys that are saying what they're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you got a channel like uh, uh, CNN who gets on a call like this and Zucker tells them what to talk about. I said to you, I'm interested in one thing. Mm -hmm. You know what's the one thing I'm interested in? Here's what I'm interested in. I want to know who held that meeting with all the leaders of the Democratic Party and said, here's how we steal the election. The way you steal the election is by shutting down the economy, bring out mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots are not controlled with voter ID. This is how we're able to steal it. This is how we win the election. Whoever came out with that strategy, that's who has the power. That's the most influential person in that party. Who that person is, I don't know if it's Obama. I don't know if it's Hillary. I definitely don't think it's Tom Perez. I want to know who that person is. Because that's the person that gets credit for this election, not Biden. It's, not, right. it's that so person. So you're, you're wrapping that all up to say it was some strategic thinking, basically saying we're going to shut down the economy, Oh, we're going to do mail-in ballots, buddy. and we're going to steal this election. There is Trump. no – listen, is it fair to say both sides use propaganda? Yes. Is it fair to say Republicans use propaganda, Democrats use propaganda? Yes. Would you agree on that? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, so guess what happens? Whoever has the better strategy wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to give it to them. Yeah, the Democrats had a better strategy Are you than the that right. Politics is a dirty game. <laughs> oh, it's you know, it's probably not a high-profile person. Yeah. Like it was somebody behind the scenes where the genius people are. Think what, whoever it was. It's interesting. But, I, what, I, but uh, real quick, Tom, what, when when uh, what, is it fair to say that Attorney General William Barr, Bill Barr, has had Trump's back harder than anyone, basically, other than maybe he was just Mike doing Pence. his job. Question: Has he had his back? Sure. So when he comes out and says, "Look." I would love to tell you otherwise, but we could not find. He's the, the, the attorney general. Yeah, leads the Department of Justice. We could not find any voter fraud that would sway this election. Is that credible to you? He said yet. I mean, that doesn't mean the okay. investigation is over. It doesn't mean the DOJ is that, okay, isn't involved but, now. But after that moment, because he was probably answering the question for the moment, have you found anything? And he's saying right now, no. I, I no, don't. They think had a three-hour meeting yesterday. By the way, Trump, if, you, if you're like, listening to this, if you're listening to this, and if you think. Something like that happened behind closed doors. A strategic thing like that happened behind closed doors. Uh, 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 push the thumbs up button if you think something happened. If you think nothing like that happened and it was just lost, push the thumbs down button. I'm curious to know what you think. Right now we got 248 to 17. I'm curious to know what you think. But going back to what you're saying, um, Bar, yeah, Bar did say that. There is. I have a, another prediction. Sure, go ahead. Because where's it getting? And our friend. Um, Tom Ellsworth said this the other day. Pelosi is my guess. Good mother said she thinks it's Pelosi. I don't think yeah, she's smart enough. I don't think, Pelosi I don't think it's or strategic. I actually don't think it's Pelosi. No, I think yes. it's somebody that's um, brilliant behind closed doors. Here's my prediction. Where is it getting uglier than anywhere right now? What state? Where is it getting uglier than anywhere? It's Georgia. Georgia? Yeah. Getting super ugly. Yeah. What is the current, you know, what's going on in the current atmosphere in Georgia right now? I'll tell you what's going on. Um... Brian Kemp, who's the governor of Georgia, let's just start there. Yeah. He is a lifelong Republican. He ran on Trump, make America great again. He put on the red hat. He is Trump, 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 Trump. He came out and basically said, look, we've done the we've done the votes. We've done the recount. It's a hand recount. Brace yourself. Biden won. Brian Kemp. So now you have uh, Sidney Powell, 
Trump's legal team going down there, stirring up the base, yeah. getting all sorts of nonsense. They're basically going out and saying, you can't trust the system. Don't vote in this election. I don't know if you've heard that. She's basically encouraging people not to vote in Georgia. No. And yeah. No, she's not. Dude, Tom, like we could find her quote right there easily. She's basically saying you can't trust it. It's all rigged. You can't trust it. Now you have the Republic. It's all Republicans of Georgia that run the Congress, the House of Representatives in Georgia. Have you seen this impassioned speech that the Republican uh, election official made uh, yesterday? He's basically saying somebody's going to get killed. You got people showing up, basically threatening people. One of our people at the election officials, Republicans, by the way, What's your point? I, end I, up with the noose. Here's my prediction. Yeah. If Where's that if shirt? Trump, What's your point already? By the way? Like, seriously, we got to get go that. Yeah. If you asked me a week ago, I would say there's no chance that Republicans are not going to at least get one, possibly two of those seats in Georgia. At this current climate, just be careful how you act. Be careful what you wish for. Because if you keep acting like this, if you keep saying a rigged election, if you keep telling your base not to vote, you can't be trusted, you're going to end up losing two seats in Georgia, and the worst is yet to come. I'm hoping, I'm, and I'm being honest here, I'm hoping that at least one Republican wins so you can keep the, the House and Senate in check with Biden, and it's not just Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. But you keep acting like this, you're going to lose two seats, and it's going to get very ugly. Should I jump in here? You said I was wrong on Biden. I won that. Adam. People somebody owe me money. For Adam, Adam so, it, it is a concern. You, said, Tom, you also said that I was wrong on Biden. Okay, we'll but see time it. out. We'll see on, Listen, we'll see, uh, okay, what's going on? In, left. It's propaganda. What's going on in Georgia right now? It is a coordinated effort to fake the voters into thinking they shouldn't vote. There's Hollywood stars that are doing it right now. They're doing a Twitter campaign. Stacey Abrams is leading this whole charge. They're trying to. They're trying to. Have you seen the tweets? Pull up the video, Kai. Have you seen Just the tweets the video, where they're, they're there saying, hey, write in President Trump so he can get those crony, get those crony bastard Democrats out of there. Write him in as the, the as a writing candidate for Georgia Senate. I mean, they are playing as dirty, way dirtier now to try to get these last seats in Georgia than they were in the presidential election. So look at the stuff that's going on. The Repu they're, they're doing fake radio advertisements. They're, they're doing billboards. They're yeah. trying to get Republicans not to vote. So they don't get the seat. Let's just use the Republic. Let's use Sidney Powell's words. Let's use the Georgia election official. Yeah. He, he, a couple people just Trump said saying it's one, embarrassing that he voted for Brian Kemp or Brian Kemp supported him. These are Republicans. Minuteman941 just said the left has been spreading. He gave 10 bucks. The left has been spreading the past four years. The president's illegitimate. I believe there was a massive amount of fraud that unfortunately might not be able to be proven in time. Love the show. Thanks, buddy. AT said, of course, something is happening behind closed doors. Why do you think Barr stopped investigating the Epstein situation? Uh, and, and I kind of, by, by the way, if you enjoy this dialogue that we're having right now about this topic, push that subscribe button. Uh, uh, we'll get a feel. If you do, we'll change the topics. If you do enjoy it, push the subscribe button. We'll continue on this topic here as we're going. So go ahead. You were going to say something about Oh, this. no, it's just, it's so scary what's going on in Georgia. And um, they're, they're not, I mean, the, the amount of money that's being poured into there, the stakes that, you know, the, I what saw a could tweet happen. from Mark Cuban. I saw a tweet from Mark Cuban uh, about three weeks ago. He says, for all these people that are putting all their money into Georgia, rather than putting the money into the campaign contribution, why don't you give it to a family? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the, yeah, local uh, charity. I'm like, what do you mean local charity? That's a very strange recommendation. So what do you mean don't give the money to the funds in Georgia? Rather, give it to local charities. If you are worried about losing Senate, House, and exec, you know, presidency, you of course would give money to support a couple of these Republicans to win. So there's a broken, you know, like they don't have control of all three. Why would you support all? <laughs> very strange tweet that came out about 
Now, you know, he's a good uh, yeah. communicator. He's going to give his own uh, version of the story why yeah. that is. But it, it, it's I, that I was, NBA vibe with that woke spirit yeah. that he. And Adam Silver said, uh, what did Adam Silver say yesterday? He said what? He made some announcement that he didn't think that the um, everything that was going on with the social justice stuff, the BLM stuff, had an effect on viewership in the NBA and the NBA yeah. finals, which we've, you know, we've seen has plummeted. Yeah, of course it's plummeted. And, and, and to me, you know, you know how I feel about it. Like yesterday, LeBron got an $85 million contract for two years. You know what's the first thing I said? The guy deserves more than $85 million. Mm. I don't agree with the way he handles being the number one guy in the NBA. I can't stand the way he handles stuff. I just don't like the way he handles politics yeah. and the way he treats independence. I don't like the way he treats independence. But the guy deserves more than $42 million a year. Yeah. That's a, that's a guy that deserves $60, $70, 80000000 dollars a year. And I still, disagree. Contracts. I hey, still disagree with that. Do you know the backstory with that contract? That? I think Valuetainers will appreciate this too because it's not really sports. But he did a two-year contract because then he can be a free agent after two years to play with his son. Yeah. So Bronny's going to be a sophomore. They're going to change the rules where you can come out at the age of 18. They're going to LeBron's going to push this through. So imagine an NBA team in two or three years – will pick Bronny James number one because they know they get LeBron with it. Isn't that unbelievable? He might not even be the best player in the draft, but LeBron, it's a package deal. He'll come with him. He'll go to one more team and play. Listen, uh, here's, here's props to LeBron James. He is ridiculously st strategic. Ridiculously st st strategic. He's brilliant mm -hmm. when it comes down to strategy. You don't have to agree with his policies. The guy is so yeah. strategic. That guy's going to have a long career of having influence. He ain't going away anytime mm -hmm. soon after the NBA. You, also, you know, his team you, around him. Why don't you pull playing. up the video of what Obama said yesterday about defunding the police? He, he made an interesting comment. Uh, uh, it's Garrick said, he gave $2 and said, uh, the shirt should say, pray for Adam. Hey, he's, he's can I ask you a question? Yeah. $2, dollars, step your game up, up Do you think O'Keefe blew his cover too soon? I mean, he could have continued to record those CNN conversations. Why not just release the tapes, not jump in there and sabotage him or, or ambush him like that? They'd be freaking out. They wouldn't know. They'd think it'd be an inside job that somebody was doing it. He had two more months of recording tapes that he blew. Now they're going to come up with some really, uh, you know, secure way that they're oh, going to communicate. Zucker said he's going to assume it's a felony. And and O'Keefe, one thing people don't realize is O'Keefe's attorneys are legit attorneys. Every time people have tried to sue this guy, he said defamation of character. He's his attorneys have gone back at him, and they've had to apologize. Mm -hmm. People have to publicly apologize wow. to this guy. So, mm -hmm. what's his background? This uh, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. He's. Uh, why don't you pull up his Wikipedia? Let's find out who I it is. I wish he wouldn't have blown his cover. Go to James O'Keefe. He was there for two, two months. Years. James O'Keefe, uh, American activist. Uh, go down, uh, right there. Second one. Okay, Project Veritas. Uh, is an American conservative political activist, provocateur, provoca uh, say, say that word, Provo provocateur. provocateur. provocateur yeah. He produces secretly recorded undercover audio and governmental social service organization uh, perpetrating uh, to show an abusive legal behavior by employees. He selectively edited videos to misrepresent the context of the conservatives and subjects' responses, creating the false impression that the people said mm. or did. O'Keefe gained national attention for selectively uh, edited video recordings of the worker of uh, uh, workers at American of Community Organizers of Reform, Acorn, uh, in 2009. His arrest and his guilty plea in 2010 for entering the federal office of then U.S. Senator Mary Landrieu under false pretenses and the release of misleading videos of conservatives with two high-ranking now former NPR executives. Interesting background they have there on Wikipedia. I wonder who wrote that. He went to Rutgers University, B.A. Keep going up a little bit more. Keep going up. Keep going up. Okay, there you have it. That's who he is. Okay. 
Uh, and one, one of the one of the fired Acorn workers sued O'Keefe for invasion of privacy. O'Keefe issued an apology and agreed to pay hundred thousand dollars in settlement. So he's a pretty controversial guy. Um, that's a biased. He, yeah, and he ain't going. That is, is a he biased. biased though. Is the question? hundred oh, percent. He's biased. He is biased. Of course, he's biased. There's okay. no question about him being biased. Who's but, not biased these days? Who's not biased these days? Um, is anybody in a coma out there? Maybe those no, people. I, I, I do think there are people who can give reasonable feedback, you know, where you can sit there and hear them out and see what they're going to be saying. I do think there's Who? some people like that out there. Who's out there in this world today that is completely unbiased? That I, says, I'll I, give it I'll to tell you straight. You, I'll tell you. The who, Walter Cronkite of I'll today. I'll tell you who to look at. I would look at on economy side. Okay. If a person's coming from a social side, there's two emotions in that. Mm -hmm. But if a person's coming from a logical side, they can reason on both sides. I don't know if I make sense or not. For example, yeah. if my... My issue on why I'm a Democrat is because I'm gay and I don't like the fact on how Republican Christians view gays and the way they judge me. Everything else is out the window because socially I'm emotional. Yeah, I've experienced certain things. You're anchored to that emotion. If, I, if I have experienced racism and I hated that one night cop pulled me over mm -hmm. and you have no idea how pissed off I was that he judged me for the skin of, you know, not from a context of my character. Yeah, that's emotional. That's mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? Do you realize who I am? But if if there is people that are coming from a logical place to be able to reason and it's yeah. numbers data, they're the ones to listen to the most. That's mm -hmm. what I would say to you. That's and why when I get my news, you know, and this is something that I've had to kind of search. Like I found that, you know, uh, the Financial Times, Business Insider, uh, even USA Today, <sighs> They're just giving you the numbers. They're giving you more, you know, not I think biased. Wall Street Journal is also Wall unbiased. Street Journal is a little bit to the right, I, but I'm cool with that. I would say Business Insider is definitely to the left. I mean, I would not call them down the middle. Not Business Insider. Left? Left. Yeah. What yard line are they on? The 35, probably. They yeah. were the first ones to proclaim Biden as the winner. I mean, they, they're pretty anti-right. I thought that was Fox News. I think, I, think, I think Wall Street is the most center- place mm -hmm. to go to for information wall street center most center place to so go what to. place let's what, get to the heart of the matter what do you here. mean what place like if we need some unbiased opinion what i'm trying to tell you yeah. is like for example forbes wall magazine, street journal forbes magazine fortune yeah. magazine fortune is all left mm -hmm. forbes is still center okay center right fortune forbes forbes is center right yeah forbes okay. is right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh uh you go to time magazine left money magazine left newsweek left business week left washington post left washington times right new york times far left new york post right. far right breibart far right yeah. the hill left you know you you can espn Who's left in Disney, the middle left. nobody Who's see no, i, I no, honestly no, no, don't no, i think it's nobody. impossible Are you going somewhere? to be in I'm the middle i somewhere. think we're the only ones you i think, think we're middle you you know you know why i say we're middle why? what do you mean we're middle what do you mean we're middle? The way you said it. What do you think we're middle? There, there are things that all three of us disagree on when we talk. Mm -hmm. When, when, when we bring other guests, we don't say like people say, "Oh, you got to get rid of soy boy for what? For what? Get rid of for what?" We need to have a Trump circle jerk here. What, what I'm trying to say to you is, somebody sits there and says, "I disagree with Pat. Mm -hmm. I disagree with Adam. I disagree with Tom. I agree with Adam." I agree with Pat. I, then they, they have to make the decision for themselves. Mm -hmm. Are you saying there is somebody that you're, are you I'm getting saying, to a this point? Is what, this is what America needs right now. I think every, like, even with James O'Keefe, yeah. like I'm using that as an example. Conservative provocateur, he's edited videos. 
our initial reaction. Tom was like, I wonder who wrote that. Wonder who wrote that. I'm thinking, seems a little, uh, I'm not calling you out here. You said that. No, I did. Um, I'm thinking, he edited videos. He edited videos. Right. So I'm thinking like, we're, we're, everything is so biased. We're looking at through a biased I, I, lens. I think you're going to see an unbiased thing coming out here very soon. You, just be patient. Uh, uh, I agree with you, though. A couple things. Tim Pool is unbiased. Joel Kenando uh, said uh, Tim Pool is bi uh, unbiased. He does political streams with 60,000 uh, viewers uh, daily. Don't sleep on him. I think Tim's a stud. Uh, this next one, Kevin F. gave $100 to Mr. Bed. David, I would like to train you for free for a week. What do you say? If you're Dallas best, send us a message. What's but play that video. Him? Play that video. So here's Barack Obama mm -hmm. yesterday on a live talking about defunding the police. And here's what he had to say about it. Eve, as, as I do, that we should be able to reform the criminal justice system so that it's not biased and treats everybody fairly. I guess you can use a snappy slogan like defund the police, but you know you've lost a big audience the minute you say it, which makes it a lot less likely that you're actually going to get the changes you want done. But if you instead say, let's reform the police department so that everybody's being treated fairly, you know, divert young people from getting into crime. And if there's a homeless guy, can maybe we send a mental health worker there instead of an armed unit that could end up resulting in a tragedy. Suddenly, a whole bunch of folks who might not otherwise listen to you are listening to you. So the key is deciding, do you want to actually get something done or do you want to feel good among the people okay. you already agree with? Positive. And if you want to get something Okay. Go ahead. That that's a politician right there. He knows what he's doing. You know, it's a strategy. Yeah, and it scares me. That that soundbite terrifies me because up until this point, I thought Barack Obama was about as far left as you can get. He certainly was as president, and he's being called out by the far far left. They hate him. I mean, they hate that comment. They're saying, you know, they're fighting him on that, which means the radicalness extends so far beyond him. It's it's frightening. He's just a smooth dude, man. I think what we're seeing right now, like Tom just said. I never thought that Obama was too far, far, far left. I think of myself as a moderate center left person on the, on the, uh, you know, socially stuff. Certainly I'm a little more left on, on economy stuff. I'm a little Where's more Obama right. Where's Obama at? Where's Obama at? I think he's left? center a little bit to the left. No, I don't think that's the case. I think he's on the 40 yard line. Oh. No, dude, no he's a reasonable world. dude, man. He's smooth I, as hell. I, I don't, I don't like, say he's that the reasonable. The problem that I have is when I people are he's, like, "He's a communist. Okay. He's a socialist. Well, uh, he's he, he's a Russian. Uh, he's from Africa." Like I, I to me, you're a moron. Obama would not admit to being on the forty-yard line. I'd say he's on the twenty. He's on the twenty-yard line. He's probably twenty, twenty-five-yard line. That's where he's at. By the way, Ilhan Omar. AOC, they're she's where? ridiculous. She, she's this, in the upper deck, yeah. past the end. So, zone. like, so as someone who votes so for 20, a Biden or Obama, I don't like 20, those people. 20, uh, so, go to Ilhan Omar and yeah. show the tweet that she just tweeted after seeing this video. She flipped out. Here's what she had to say. Uh, do you have the tweet or no? Mm, her tweet. Uh, it's got to be. Keep going. Keep going. It's it's a hill video. It's uh. You didn't pull it up or. Keep going, keep going, because what she says is... Yeah, it's a Democratic it's a link fake news media censorship. They got you, Kai. They censored you. We lose people in the hands of police. It's not a slogan, but a, pol a policy demand, uh, uh, Adam. We lose people in the hands of police. It's not a slogan, but a policy demand. And centering the demand for equitable investments and budgets for communities across the country gets us progress and safety. That's infuriating. She's an idiot. Why Here, are we listening to her? Here's what's, here's what's, here's what's even bigger than infuriating. 124,000 people like that tweet. She's from Minnesota. Do you understand the crime problems in Minnesota? These are your people, Tom. I You're know. From I Minnesota. cannot believe it. You voted that's for where her, defund Tom. You're the from police Minnesota. Started. What's going on with your people, Tom? You know, but, you know, how do you, how do you defend that? Are up like 3, how do you defend it is voting literally for dangerous Omar, to be Tom. in. 
but good one. How do you do it's this? It's literally dangerous to be in Minneapolis right now. That used to be one of the safest places in the world. People were so nice. I mean, it yeah. was harmless. Yeah. Carjackings through the roof. You cannot go to certain parts of town. You will get mugged in the middle of the day. They had to have an emergency meeting of the Minneapolis City Council to add $500,000 to the budget to bring in outside help from the suburbs for the yeah. police force because so many of the cops have taken early retirement. She is so dangerous. She needs... Why are we forced to listen to her? Why have we ordained her as the voice of the left? What's funny is I very rarely, I mean, what do you mean, what do you mean forced yeah, listen to her? I don't how, listen to her. How about her. the word that she put in her tweet? I don't listen to her at all. We demand, right? What are you doing demanding anything? She got reelected. So there's people in Minnesota that like what you have to say. I, for one, don't listen to her. Don't necessarily like what she stands for. People in Minnesota, I don't know. We'll have to find out why they like her so much. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. But um, unfortunately, she has a voice, and people like what she has to say. Not a fan, though. So going back to Obama talking about defunding the That's police. That's a smooth dude. Okay. So going back to Obama and talking about defunding the police. Hey, you yeah. know what? What is wrong with what he said? Here, here's what's wrong. So the, 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 all three sides, here's what they're saying is wrong with it. Hmm. The one side, the right is saying, he's saying that, but he doesn't believe that. Meaning, he believes in defunding the police, but he's going about it to say in a different way because if you really do want to find a way to defund the police, that's how you say it, the way Obama said it. But he really wants to defund the police. So that's what many of the people on the far right are saying. On the far left, they're saying what? Shame on you for saying something like that. Mm -hmm. We made all this progress on defunding the police, and you're hurting us. The folks in the middle are saying what? Uh, he's reasonable, you know? He's reasonable for what he said. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make to you is, Going back to that phone call, whoever made the phone call to say, shut down the economy so we can send the mail-in ballots, there has to be somebody as strategic, as brilliant as him <laughs> who knows how to reason. This guy is a genius. Yes. Like his policies or not, Obama's an absolute genius of a strategist yeah. and a guy. You have to be naive. To not say this guy's a genius. Yeah. Obama's a genius. Uh, have you also noticed how his profile has gone so much higher now after November 3rd? I mean, he was laying very, very low. So 1.7 million copies his first week, record-breaking. No right. one's ever sold oh, 1.7 yeah. so million copies in a week. And, and as um, we learned, yeah. even the publishing industry has changed because of that book. Yep. Because they have to spend so many resources printing that book yep. that other books get backed up and they yep. can't even bring books Number to Number two book in the world right now. Number one, Your Next Five Moves by PVD. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You beat Obama. That's amazing. Yeah, so, so the point is that this is a guy that if you if you don't if I have somebody that I want to be able to give feedback to see what to do things with yeah. that's a guy and by the way when you're saying he's 35 yard line he's not 35 yard line because on the inside if you read his book and his mm -hmm. story with his father his upbringing who what he really what his father believed in there's a lot of emotions behind him the benefit he has is he's very poised mm -hmm. he has this gift of poise and it gives him a lot of power so even if power. behind closed doors you're saying he's closer to the 30-yard line, 25-yard yeah. line, he has the ability to, to get to like people 40. on the 50-yard yeah, line, to get people on the other 40-yard line. That's what I'm saying. Say, come on over here, That's baby. all I'm come saying. Come on over here. Yes. You know, I Trump would, has converts. a major problem doing he's that. He's a converter. Yeah. Sure. He's a converter of the independent yeah. party. Yeah, and that's what you need to do in order to win. Hillary wasn't a converter of the independent party. You know, you he was a converter. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think, slash, do you like the fact that he's going to be in Biden's ear. You know, everyone thinks that Biden's, you know, decrepit, dementia dude. He is. You know, I'll give, see, there we go. There's that bias. We love that you bias. You can't play with his dog without breaking multiple bones. <laughs> he's got a bum leg. <laughs> um, do you like the fact that he's, that Obama is going to be in his ear saying, hey, man, here's, here's what I would do in this situation. Here's what I recommend. Here's my advice. 
A, do you think he will be in his ear? B, do you like the fact that he'll be in his ear? He's going to be in his ear. Do I like the fact that he's going to be in his ear? Yeah, I don't mind the fact that he's going to be in his ear. I think it's good for him to be in his ear. All I'm saying is I don't even think Biden's going to be making the decisions yeah. as a president. Listen, there are certain people that do what they want to do. Trump. Trump's going to do what Trump's going to do. Ain't nobody going to tell him what to do. For good or for bad? It's, it's for good or for bad. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It can haunt you, mm -hmm. but it's also a good thing, okay, if you're right. Then there are certain people that do what others tell them what to do, okay? Like Hillary Clinton. Like Biden. No, not Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's going to do what Hillary Clinton's going to do. She's also a maverick. No way. Biden, people are going to tell Biden what to do. Hillary okay. was very robotic. She said, oh, the, according to the polls, yeah, they but like she was when never you do the this. President. So she, she, would never, she was trying to be Obama. Mm -hmm. And the world realized, dude, you're not Obama. Yeah. No, okay, not stop trying close. to be Obama. You're yeah. not Obama. You're not even in one-tenth of Obama. She's not Bill. However, strategically, dirty, she's much dirtier than Obama. Obama's not the dirtiest of dirtiest. Hillary's dirty. Mm -hmm. But Obama's poised. It's a big difference. Yeah. There's a very big yeah. difference. When Pat, you know what are the other differences? When you look at the dynamic between uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, Barack Obama is an alpha male. I mean, look, at, you have to be no a, an absolute genius yeah. to go from a community organizer to have the audacity, like you know, his book said, to think that you could become president than a two-term president. He's probably running the show more than anybody else on the Democratic Party. You look at Joe Biden. He is a lapdog. I mean, he literally is because he took the easiest route you can possibly take. Gravy training from one area and just riding that Senate wave and then allegedly potentially having your son broker some deals where you're making a lot more money on the side. But I mean, it's like a big, it's almost like a marionette. I mean, Joe Biden is attached to puppet strings with Barack Obama, probably, you know, telling him what to do on some level. I think that's why we're seeing this increased profile for Barack Obama, because he knows he's going to have a lot of influence coming up in the next four years. How salty you've seen that um, Clinton, George W. Bush. Yeah. Obama, they've all kind of are speaking in unison regarding COVID. Yep. I don't know if you've seen this lately. They're kind of like, as the former presidents of the United States, former two-term presidents of the United States, yep. we are now speaking in unison to Democrats, one Republican. Here's what we have to say. Here's my question. How salty do you think Donald Trump is that he'll only be a one-term president and you have three two-term presidents basically being like, hit the road, Jack? Like, emotions, emotion-wise. You know, Because Trump's an emotional dude. You can't, he's not all logic. He's piss and vinegar. He's emotional. How salty do you think Trump is that you have these three presidents basically saying, here's where we stand. You ain't doing a good job, buddy. Like, I think it's low on his worries. I think he's got other things in mind. You don't think mind. he's thinking Not about really. what Obama, Bush, and Clinton are no, saying about him publicly? I honestly don't think he's spending any time on that. Really? You know, I, I, I would call— This guy gets upset when Rosie O'Donnell calls him out. You don't think when three presidents— But that's before he was the president. That was the, back when he was just day. a celebrity. I don't think so because I, don't, I actually don't think he gets upset. You know why? Hmm. You know why I don't think he gets upset? Because it's been like that for four years. What's new? But now you have three presidents what, speaking Which one of them has supported him in the last four years? Bush? But no. in unison, though. They've always been in unison against Trump. Mm. Which one of them has been in support of Trump in the last four I mean, years? Just to see where the Republican do Party you, goes do you, from Do here. you think Bush voted for Trump last election? Do you in think, 2016? Yes. Probably not. Because his brother, what he called the brother, the family, all that, yeah. you, think, you think he voted for them? I don't think he did. I don't think nothing's changed. He hasn't had the support of them. So if you haven't had the support of a community for four or five years, what changes? Nothing. I got support from the soy boy community. That's all I'm worried <laughs> They love hey, you. Hey, There's guys, no let, let me say this about Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah. That's I, I, and you know what? If you guys agree with me, let me know on the comments here. Because I, I almost look at Joe Biden as the accidental president. Because there is no way that Barack Obama selected him 
based on anything else in 2008 other than what's going to help me get reelected. There was something about his background, the votes he could bring. He didn't. What do you mean in 2008? Well, when when Barack Obama ran for president and had Joe Biden as his vice president, he said reelected. You mean in 2012? Well, no. When he when he when he selected Joe Biden as his vice presidential running mate in 2008, he didn't do it because he was so overwhelmed with the the you know just the brilliance of Joe Biden. He picked him to help him win the election because he could bring in some sort of vote. That's what every president does when they pick a vice president. My point is, in the last that's why Trump picked Barack Obama. So he can get the white evangelical Christian. For eight years, do you think Barack Obama ever listened to anything that Joe Biden said? Hey, I bet he treated him like the, the little brother and told him to shut up. Literally. Do you do you think Dick Cheney was ever told to shut up by George Bush? No. So he's the accidental president right now because he rode the wave of Barack Obama and he had the perfect timing for him at the age of 78 when he didn't even campaign. <laughs> Tom, you're wins. going down with the ship. By the way, we just, got, we just got a real cool – Good Mother's uh, not stopping. She keeps donating. Thank you, Good Mother. We like Good she Mother. She gave $5, and she says Pelosi isn't smart enough to come up with that strategy but hates Trump enough to find somebody who does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dorian uh, uh, Navarrete said, question, if we defund the police, I'm pretty sure the police will start stealing money. <laughs> there will be more bad cops if they're not getting paid. Which is classic, and then we had another one from Good Mother. Uh, Good Mother, Obama is a perfect puppet. Obama's a puppet too. People should pay closer attention to hateful and resentful women in power. Those are the ones pulling the strings. And then we got another one here: Is the MRC five in vaccines ethical? Will you take the new vaccine, Adam? Specifically to you, will you take the new vaccine when it comes out? I'm not going to be first in line to take the vaccine. Second in first line, first in line is going to be the healthcare workers. And you know what? Three presidents, speaking in unison, have said that they will publicly. Take the vaccine. George W. Bush, Obama, Clinton said that they would publicly go on TV and take how the vaccine. Why? Because they, how do you because know they trust it? science. What are you how, saying? That they're going to fake the... How do you, fa- that's a fake how news. Do you what are you, a sh- fake newser, bro? How do you know what they're shot is? They're going to fake so news funny. the shot? I'm going to take the shot live. Okay, like I know what the shot is. You know what shot you So take. the doctors are going to lie. The president is going to lie. Are you, oh, are you serious? Like you, you think like Unbelievable. It, you're so funny, man. I'm so glad a, you trust the media so closely. More I'm power trusting to the you. president saying they're taking yeah. the shot. Okay, and the president you know are like they're going to risk their health and take any kind of Let's a shot. Let's get to business now. Yeah. Let's get down to business. You're, you're, uh, you're, you know, that's the one part about you, man. You are very, very uh, entertaining. You see, the, the, the entertainment side of entertainment is very much uh, yeah. uh, brought by you Adam. You didn't bring me here for the value. <laughs> you brought me here for the attainment. No, you're actually pretty reasonable on the left. So, all right, Hugh Packard leaves California yeah. for Texas and headquarters jump. Governor Abbott is on a state recruiting spree. I love that. Yeah. Hugh Packard has made the decision to relocate its headquarters to San Jose, Calif- uh, from San Jose, California to Houston, Texas. They're the largest U.S. employment hub. Houston is an attractive market to recruit and retain Future diverse talent and is where the company is currently constructing a state-of-the-art new campus. The Bay Area will continue to be a strategic hub for HPE, Hewlett-Packard Innovation, and the company will cons- con- consolidate a number of sites in the Bay Area and its San-, San Jose campus. No layoffs are associated with this move. We are excited that Hewlett-Packard Enterprise has chosen to call Texas home, and I thank them for expanding their investment. In a Lone Star State by relocating their headquarters to Houston Region, Abbott wrote in a statement, Hewlett Packard Enterprise joins more than 50 Fortune 500 companies headquartered in the Lone Star State, including 22 in Houston area Mm. alone. I got you. I'm going to set you up, Tom. Here we go. I'm going to let you slam dunk this bad boy. So what is Hewlett Packard famous for? They're famous for literally being the company that started Silicon Valley. Like it started, there was a guy Hewlett and there's a guy Packard. 
and they started you know, sort of in the Bezos approach. They started their company in a one-car garage in uh, Silicon Alto. Valley, Palo Alto. There you go. There's literally a historical landmark with a plaque that says the birthplace of Silicon Valley at this location, this one-car garage in Palo Alto. So me being a Florida boy, I've never lived in California. I've spent some, some summer times there. You know, obviously we're in Texas now. So I'm going to throw this back to you, Tom. I'm going to throw this back to you, Pat. Being, you know, living in California now, born, you know, not born, but raised in California, you know, when you came to the States, what do you hear? What do you feel like when you hear all these companies, like, because Elon Musk has talked about it. There's been a multitude of Silicon Valley S type companies that are leaving the state. You obviously left the state. You know, you're thinking about it. Wink, wink. What do you think about when you hear all these companies that are basically saying, all right, dude, enough's enough. We're getting out of California. We saw Ben Shapiro leave California. He's moving to Nashville slash Boca Raton. Joe Rogan did it. Elon Musk is talking about it. PBD did it. Send you up, Tom. Sure. What the hell's going on in California? Yeah, it's a revolution. I mean, it's just the beginning. If a company like Hewlett Packard can do it, they're setting the playbook now for Tesla, for some of these other big companies that are going to do it. It is becoming impossible to stay in California. If you're a big business like this, think about the decision involved in this. The amount of employees, probably 10,000 employees that you're going to relocate. What about all the data that you got to move? What about building a new corporate headquarters in Houston? I mean, this is no quick decision. I mean, there must have been. And then you probably go back to Newsom and you say, hey, we're thinking of doing this. Is there anything you can do to inspire us or to incentivize us to stay? He clearly doesn't. I think a guy like Elon Musk, you're going, why hasn't he moved yet? I think he's just waiting. He will move. There is no no way you can stay in California if you're a big business like that. Now, the Googles of the world, the Apples of the world, they're so big. They're their own country, basically, that it doesn't really matter. And so much of their business is done outside of L uh, or, uh, Silicon Valley and whatnot. But I think this is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And if HP can do it, anybody can do it. Uh, we had somebody just commented right now. Crypto charts says HP isn't even that relevant these days. Only think is printers, right, is what it's saying about HP. But, uh, but by the way, HP is a pretty big company. If you pull up HP, pull up Hewlett Packard Wikipedia to see how many employees these guys got and, and what kind of numbers they're putting up. Uh, uh, I think uh, it's like 60,000 worldwide. It's, it's go, go up, go up a There's little bit. There's still a Fortune 500 company. Go up, go up, go up, go up right there. Click on that. Let's see where they're at employee-wise. Uh, keep going up, keep going up. It's going to show on the top, on, on the right. You don't need to do that, Kai. Just close that and go up right there to the right. Okay, uh, worldwide, typically they put the employees right there. Interesting that they don't have it over here. So what, what is their number of how big they are? Can, I think it's about 60,000 Can worldwide. you see how many total employees at Hewlett Packard? How many employees does Hewlett Packard have? Yeah. Does Hewlett Packard have? There you go. 55,000 employees. I'm okay. almost at it. Top 10 competitors average 90,000. Okay, they got, they're ninth among top, top 10 competitors. Where are you going with this, Pat? 55,000 employees is what they have. So... This is not a small company to say they're doing that. This is not a schlep that's just saying, hey, we're going to move our stuff to Texas. Great word. And the fact that what, what he said, he says, a move like this is not like an overnight decision that you make. Okay, I'm going to make a crazy prediction here. I'm going to make a crazy prediction here. I think if there's ever been a time where someone on the center right can go win the office in California and be a governor, right now is the time to do it. Oh, yeah. Newsom's making it easy. I think if there's ever been a time for somebody in California to go and become a governor, mm -hmm. center right, if you know somebody or you, you know, have someone that you think would have the legs to go do it, you may want to inspire them. I had a couple conversations with a couple influential guys in California. I said, how come you're not running? Why are you not running? Behind closed doors, I don't want to, uh, you know, share their, 
vision of what they want to do. I said, why don't you run in? And we had an a, a extensive conversation. He says, you know, I'm actually thinking about it. So, mm. And I'm trying to inspire a handful of people who would make good governors to mm. go run. You're I in these think, guys' ear. I think California in the next, I would not be surprised, in the next four, eight, 12 years, California is going to have a solid center-right governor who is going to be fine with LGBTQ. I'm not talking Ted Cruz type of a governor. Yeah, I'm talking about a... Arnold Schwarzenegger type, no? Uh, he wasn't able to get anything done because behind but closed doors... But he was center-right. He said they didn't let me get nothing done. They didn't mm -hmm. let him get nothing done. He was like arrested for eight years. Meaning by folks on the his other side, tied. his hands tied. He couldn't so do So what nothing. type of person do you have in mind? I think somebody like a rock could do it if he wanted to go on that side. I think somebody that is a cent independent, but you have to choose a side. I think mm -hmm. someone today could win the state of California because Newsom is almost at a point where he really doesn't yeah. give a shit about the small God. business no. owners in the state of California. Play that video Kai mm -hmm. sent to you. The one with the interview where all of a sudden the guy in the background, the small business owner, flips. And this is in the middle of a commentary. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a Twitter link I sent you. Uh, see if you can find it. By the way, in the meantime, I am backing a candidate in California. Right he's there. a Republican. He's a moderate. His name is Ricky Aguilar. He's a, he's a big-time uh, capitalist. Oh I like what he has gosh. to say. He's a Pat, you know, reasonable guy. And, I, don't, uh, I don't think for, you can get somebody out of the Ricky business community, though, because there's a lot of qualified people, I think, in business that could do it. The number one guy that I think would be a great governor is Bob Eisner. Um, leaving Disney, the timing's perfect. He's pissed at Newsom, but I just don't think, because of his industry, that he could be center-right. I don't Bob think he Iger could. Bob uh, Iger? The, the, the president of Disney. Iger or, or Michael Eisner? No, no, not Eisner. My bad. Sorry. Bob, Bob Iger. Bob, yeah. Iger. Bob Iger's yeah. left, though. Yeah, I know. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, he would be. I, look, he's mad at he doesn't he want to be. He, he doesn't want to be governor. He wants to be a president. Okay. Yeah. But a guy like him. But I don't think you can come out of the business community just because you can't come out of the entertainment world. I don't think Rock could do it because there's no way he could ever align himself anything other than left. He can't. Yeah, I agree with him not being able to do that, although I do think he's a center-right guy. Um, I, I, I just think there's a time for it because, mm -hmm. you know, here, here's, here's how life works and what I've noticed over the years. You and I may have 50 different things that we're not in common with. We can disagree on 50 different things. There's one thing we all agree on, which is what? I got to make money to support my family, period. And if a guy keeps costing me jobs and I used to work for Hewlett Packard, it's moving to Houston, I don't want to go to Houston or all these companies that are leaving and I'm a Democrat, and I'm losing my job, and I have to come again to fight with my wife. My wife gets a divorce. She leaves me because we can't take care of the kids. My kids have to leave the school that we're going. I'm sorry. I'm no longer thinking about politics. I'm thinking about my pocket. The more you hurt my mm -hmm. pocket, I'm eventually going to vote with my pocket. And what the Democrats lose with, this is why the Democrats can't become president, stay president for 20 years straight. Because every eight years, when somebody's affected in the pocket, they say, dude, I I'm sorry. You know what? Why don't we try a little bit of the right? Why don't we try a little bit of the right? Why don't we try a little bit of the right to get the economy? You know, let, well, let's try a little bit of the right to get the taxes mm -hmm. to be lower. Let me make and save some money. I think California folks, if they get save hit in the money. pocket, I think they're going to watch what happens right here with a small business owner. Look at the emotional reaction he has. So basic interview this channel's doing WWMT and watch what happens in the middle of it. It's pretty crazy. Is this in L.A.? Where is it? Just watch. On why the judge said no. Uh -huh. Tavarius, is everything okay? Okay. My government leaders have abandoned me. It's one minute. Are you, are you the owner? Of, $4 trillion of stimulus money. They gave it to who? 
special interest groups and campaign donors. I'm Dave Morris. I own the place. So what's going on? What's going on? You know what's going on. Tell me. You tell me. Hey, we got a government that has taken the stimulus money. They gave it to special campaign donors. They gave it to special interests. Restaurant they owner. They abandoned me, and they have put me in a position where I have to fight back. Okay? So do you feel that this is the right thing to do? Absolutely. I feel everybody needs to stand up. Hey, listen. There was enough money to give every family, every family in this country, $20,000 to go home for two months. They chose to give it to special interests right and that. campaign donors, the Kennedy Space Center, and they abandoned us. So you could have given me money. I'd gladly walk away for 60 days and let this virus settle down. I'm not going to do it alone. Okay. Are you going to continue to violate the state's orders and this stay open? This is a sta state Watch. order. This isn't an order. This is a conspiracy. This is a tyranny. What do you want to tell other restaurant owners who... Wake up. Stand up. This is America. Be free. Can you tell how pissed he is? patriots coming out supporting yeah. me. It's do amazing. you blame him? Let him keep going. Is it over? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, do, do, can you I feel for that, dude, Yeah, man. I mean, dude, you that's what's pissing me off. That's the type of passion. guy that could win. Are you kidding me? What state is he in? What state is he in? Portage. Where's Portage? P-O-R-T-A-G-E. Portage, uh, Portage Learning, Portage, Michigan. Kai, not Michigan. Porridge, bro. Michigan. This is in a... It's in Michigan. Kai, yeah, because Michigan's really bad, too. Yeah. That's souffle, it's Kai. Boy, that was amazing. That was strong. That was and I got to give that reporter yeah. credit, too, for letting him talk. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for him for doing that. Yeah, I like the way the reporter yeah. had to do asking questions. You know what? It, it's turning. Um, you know, they were protesting outside the, the uh, non-doctor that is the head of the health community in, in Los Angeles that makes all the COVID decisions. Yesterday, Garcetti said, did you hear his quote? He says, shut everything down. That was his quote yesterday. Shut everything down. Um, now, the other thing in LA is the uh, judge said that they're going to give the county one week to come back and prove that outdoor dining is a, is there's data that shows that it spreads coronavirus or else I think the restaurants are going to be able to open up again outdoors. But people are fighting and they're really, really to ticked To me, off. that is such bullshit, shutting down yeah, outdoor dining. I mean, that they, restaurant they, we had a, yes. ate at in, in LA, I mean, look, I, I get indoor dining. I get shutting down bars. I get totally. shutting down 50% capacities. He's outdoor dining, get a life, bro. He's what are we one talking about? To you know, look, look for someone to come out of Orange County because Orange County's pretty big. They have a history of being very, you know, right-leaning, very, and they are ticked off. What his decision to not allow Disneyland to open reverberates because it's not Berry Farm, it's hotels, it's all those restaurants that are around there. It's the the there's hundreds of businesses that have gone under because of that decision. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you ever, you ever gone to a funeral, and when you go to the funeral, you're at a funeral where the person wasn't directly related to you, and you didn't have that strong of a relationship with the person who died, but they were to somebody. You ever been to a funeral yes. when you go? You're like, you know what? I'm not emotionally connected to this person, but I'm going to pay my respects. I'm going to go to the funeral. And then you see somebody come up, and they just break down telling a story about their relationship with this person, how they lost them. And you can't help but what? Mm -hmm. Sit there and say, dude, I feel this guy's right. empathy. I went to a funeral in Miami, and this was somebody that I loved. This is a guy that died who I, I love dearly, family, okay? And I knew what he died from. Okay, I knew what he died from because he was a hardcore partier. This guy cooked food for me every Sunday at my house. I'd come, I'd come home from a workout, and he's in my house cooking with my wife. I mean, he was like a freaking wow. incredible guy. And he died from cocaine overdose. Okay, so I go to Miami to his funeral, and I see his stepfather get up. Doesn't speak very good English, and he got up. Wow, and he got up and he said, "I told him I." told him i've been telling him for years i told him you have to stay. i knew this day was i had nightmares about this day i knew this day was coming i was scared of this day 
And this man yeah. is in his 70s, and he's just, it's just coming down. Mm-hmm. There is, he's not speaking good. He's not a right. good speaker. He's just telling you, bro, I am in pain. I was afraid of this day. Mm-hmm. He lost his son, 33 years old when this guy died, mm-hmm. 32 years old when this guy died, right? <clears throat> I'm saying, oh, freaking, I cannot stand these stuff. I watch a guy like this. This is not a motivational speaker, a Republican, yeah. a Democrat. He's just telling you, dude, I'm trying to run a damn business. He's just a business owner. Get the hell out of my way. Let me pay these employees. I'm trying to stay in business. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you watch his pain. And it's not just him. That's just one guy in Michigan. You got restaurants in California taking hits. You got restaurants in New York taking hits. You got all these people playing all these political games. What they're not realizing is these people have put their entire life savings into this business. It's painful it seeing that happen, and it's almost watching him. It's like watching a funeral of a small business. Yeah, and they have no You're watching a restaurant slowly dying. Uh, like I, I, can't, dying of I can't stand that, man. It really and bothers just, me. And if you love America, to see what's happening, yeah. where this kind of culture and, and environment is allowing something like this to happen. Yeah, Shout I, out I, to Donald Ho. He gave 10 bucks. He good just mother said, said. Just said thank you. Yeah, I that like nice that. Good mother said, said that guy is you. smarter than these university grads, the guy with the school. Call-up connection said, big pictures, the employees of these companies are bringing their leftist ideology to Texas and will vote the same way they did in California. Red states selling out with low tax incentives will bite back. I agree. There's a point to that. Look what's happening in Arizona. I agree with that. Michael gave 10 bucks and said, how has Rafi's Place been handling California restrictions? Obviously, they're being hit with it because when we went at Rafi's Place to eat, we, we sat outside. Now they can't even do that part. Number one restaurant. Now number like. five, unrelated, unimportant. You have considered and never up Scott Adams on the main street, main channel. will consider that. If Bob Iger, Brando, Brando Commando said, if Bob Iger ran for office, the far left would jump down his throat for how he treated Disney employees' wages. They did the same thing to Bloomberg and Trump, but Trump could handle this criticism. Uh, I think Bob Iger could also handle the criticism. And thank you also, Marilyn, for your love. Look, you know, you, you sit here and you see these stories of a Hewlett Packard moving to Texas, and you ask yourself what the guy said. They're going to bring their leftist policies. But you also sit there and say, how much longer are, are, are is, is the massive exodus going to take place? Not exodus. There's a difference between an exodus and a mass exodus. A mass exodus is what? They're gone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Permanent. They're yeah. Permanently gone. They're being mistreated. They're not treating people respectfully. There's going to be issues that are going to be taking place. At what point do you see 50 companies leaving? At what point do you see bigger names leaving? At yeah. what point do you see that with California? Is that going yes. to happen over well, the next 12, 24 months? In Silicon yes. Valley, within uh, Palo Alto, there is a framework and giving uh, reasons to stay. Uh, legislation, incentives, specifically in that area. Because I was wondering, why the hell aren't these companies, why aren't more moving? But there is infrastructure you know, a a brain trust, a bubble in Silicon Valley for reasons to stay. That's why these companies do stay there. Um, but other places in California, I totally understand. San Francisco, Jesus. Let's talk about Bitcoin. Here's what happened with Bitcoin. Visa will offer a credit card that rewards purchases in Bitcoin rather than cash or airline miles in early 2021. Interesting. Visa. That is a level of credibility for Bitcoin like never before. Mm-hmm. For Visa to say, I'm going to reward purchases in Bitcoin? Yep. We're excited to add credit cards to our suite of products and expand Bitcoin's accessibility to a broader set of consumers, Zach Prince said, the CEO. Uh, this card makes it simple and risk-free for people to gain or increase exposure to new asset classes without changing their spending or investing habits. Visa will launch a credit card 
that rewards users in Bitcoin instead of traditional cash air miles in 2021. The card comes out with an annual fee of $200. Users will receive 1.5% of their purchases back in Bitcoin and bonus of $250 in world's most uh, popular digital currency after spending $3,000 or more within the first three months. What does this mean for Bitcoin? uh, Let me jump in real quick. I know this is your wheelhouse. I'll take my quick perspective and turn it over to you guys. I I have a phrase, stay in your lane. I like to use that phrase, so I'm not going to try to be an expert in Bitcoin. But I'll tell you the one thing that caught my eye on this thing. I think there's a lot of people out there, guys, and Adam, you probably know this, that want to act like they think they know about Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. And I think Visa is capitalizing on these people. Because I think they think it's cool. It's going to impress people. Yeah, I got the credit card with Bitcoin. And it's all about that $200 yearly fee. If you start doing the math on $200 times 100,000 or 300,000 people that want that card because they think they're they're understanding cryptocurrency and they're into the Bitcoin game, it's a lot of money for Visa. That's my thought. Yeah, good point. Um, You know, I've interviewed a lot of people, especially when I started my show, um, to Tom's point, well, you know, they just want to be cool because they got Bitcoin. So I'll ask them, do you have a 401k? Nope. You know, are you invested in the stock market? Nope. Do you hold any gold or any, you own any assets? Nope. Do you have Bitcoin? Hell yeah, I got some Bitcoin. It's like, I mean, I don't know, I'm not sure why you gave them a country accent, but they said <laughs> they had Bitcoin. And, you know, I said this before, I'll say it again. If you want to throw five, 10, you know, five, 10, even 20% of your net worth into Bitcoin, if you're, if your asset, Cool. Give it a shot. That should not be 100% of your foundation. However, I will say, we, where we, where, what have we seen in Bitcoin this year? It was at rocket, you know, um, at bottom lows at 9,000 earlier this year. Now it's up to 19,000 and change. It's approaching 20,000, which is, I think it reached in, you know, December mm-hmm. of 2017. Yeah. Uh, it's, if anything is happening with Bitcoin, it's being legitimized when Visa comes out and does this. PayPal a few months ago said that it would buy, hold, sell Bitcoin now. So I think for people that um, thought the death of Bitcoin was coming, I think they were wrong. However, I, you know, there's still people think that Bitcoin is the end all be all. I'm not in that camp yet. So, but it's looking good for Bitcoin is my point. I think this is more than looking good for Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I think this is a... a this is Visa. Mm-hmm. Step into is the like, mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? For Visa to say we're going to pay in Bitcoin, if anybody out there is a Bitcoin person, I would be screaming this off the top of my lungs. They're probably screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, saying, they are. I'm kidding me. Bitcoin's yeah. going to be going to $50,000. It's going to go to $100,000. you got to get in. you got to you know, all that stuff that they're going to be talking about. Trivia question for you. Go for it. For both of us. Do you think Bitcoin is more likely to go to 50000 or zero? Oh, 50000 It ain't going to zero. Yeah, mm. it's not going to. But the alternative is you should hey. ask the question a different way. Okay. Is it more likely go to fifty thousand or five thousand? That's a different well, conversation. I would say five thousand yeah. at that point. Can I yeah. make yeah. my? Yeah. Sure. I say zero because if I had said fifty thousand, no one would remember that. But if by some chance I get lucky and it goes to zero, people will think I'm an expert. Tom, you are a provocateur. Wow. You, you are, and James you're, you're in a different provocateur right there. Th- th- but you is, did interview the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belford, and he said he thinks it's a he sham. He's seen this before. Yeah, but is I also that guy interviewed. A sham or no? I also interviewed. I, 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 it sounds like you're not a big fan of him. I'm Wolf not. Of Wall Street. I'm not. Why I think is he's that? A scumbag. Really? Yeah. Tell me why. I think uh, if you look at his net worth, his net worth is minus a hundred million dollars. Okay. Okay. Really? So yeah. he's like minus a hundred million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I think people are fascinated him for one reason and one reason only: Leonardo freaking DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That guy should be kissing Leonardo DiCaprio's ass every single day of the week. He basically 
posterized him as being the man. Well, in, in, in reality, he was a world-class scumbag. He ripped people off, and now he's capitalizing on his Instagram sensationalized stuff that he's doing. It's the wolf's den, the wolf of Wall Street. And kind of like what you said, if I thought that he was a cool guy, no one would remember that. I'm coming out and saying that I think Jordan Belfort, the wolf of Wall Street, is a first-rate scumbag. You know, when you look at the movie, the cocaine, just the womanizing, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. But you know what? It is shows you the power of Leo. Because remember, he did that yeah. movie, Catch You If You Can, that the guy that was uh, escaping the FBI for years and years. I mean, what a talented actor to make you root for somebody like yeah. that. And I've, I've actually met that guy, Frank Abagnale. He's I a real guy. I love story. He's, I love he's, it. He gave me his cell phone. He's like, call me anytime, man. I'm like, dude, I just met you. He's like, give me a call. I'll, I'm open to anything. And Frank, I yeah, Frank's, Frank's Frank Abagnale and I, we're wow. guys. We're guys. He's a, he's, so, he's a so made guy. So maybe you ought to interview Jordan Belfort. I would like to interview talk him. To him. He yeah, lives sure. in Manhattan Beach. I could go yeah, look him up let's, this let's weekend. Find him. I, I don't think Give us does. your thoughts on Jordan Belfort. I think, I think he's still using drugs hardcore. Yeah, I think Jordan Belfort lived a life that for most 21-year-old men mm-hmm. would dream about living for that two, three, four, five-year run that he so had. So yeah. he okay. was that young? He, he, no, no, no. he was no, no. I'm he saying was, if oh, a guy, what, a young guy would, what I'm trying to say yeah. is, he has lived the life of a thousand men combined mm-hmm. in a span of five years. Sure, right? the stuff that he did, just ridiculous, out of control stuff that this guy did. Illegal, it, out of control. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, oh he doesn't deny that part. I don't think his sister denying any of that stuff that's taking place on what he did. And uh, there's a community that can't stand him, and there's a community that can't stand other people online that are sales guys as well. Who like his style more because he's more, uh, 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 he's a more experienced sales guy in how he is. I've sat with him multiple times. We spent some time together, and every time I've been around him, it's been respectable. It's been it's been um, you know solid interaction that he and I have had. And he's actually a pretty smart guy. He's not a dummy. He is actually a very very smart guy. If you process his brain, this guy was going to be a doctor. If you, pro- you look at his process and how he processes yeah. issues. This guy was going to be a doctor. You know, he was coming from a very good family, and all of a sudden he got caught up in this whole penny uh, stock thing and found a way to really push the envelope and went out of control, and uh, he hurt a lot of people. He's the first person to say it. I'll say this. Yeah. I didn't call him an idiot. I didn't call him a first-class moron. I didn't call him, you know, a complete buffoon. I said he was a scumbag. There's a lot of people who are scumbags. Do you actually know the definition of a scumbag? Is that, a, is that a segue to our Hungarian story? Do you actually that? know the definition? No, no, you don't even pull it up. Don't even pull it up. Don't, don't do it because it's the wrong it's, image. It's, it's, I think it's like something you put in a vagina to like clean out your... Uh, no, no. Do you actually know what a scumbag is? Uh, I mean, does anybody I here do know what a... If, if we I Google it, are you being serious? I don't know the okay. true definition yeah. of a scumbag. Does, you're, you will never look at the word the same way again. Do you know what the word scumbag <laughs> means? Do you know what a scumbag means? Do you know what it means? Kai, do you know what it... Okay. It's, it's a, a used condom. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> It's a scumbag. Yeah. It's a use. So when you say that yeah. phrase to wow. me, for the rest of your yes. life, you're not going to like people calling anybody scumbag. Jordan Belford is a used condom, <laughs> jizzed up, <laughs> shriveled up, <laughs> throw that shit in the garbage. But I don't think he's an idiot. He's it not takes, an idiot. It, it takes someone so. with brains and balls and bravado to do what he did. Sure. Yep. No doubt. Well, he, he probably he's a used condom. He lived the life like he knew he was getting away with something that he shouldn't. So he lived day to day. I see these people in Miami all yeah. the time. So, uh, you know, Sunny Place, Shady People, Nevin Shapiro. He was a um, booster, uh, complete, uh, running a Ponzi scheme. The other guy in Fort Lauderdale. I think I know um, his lawyer, Mark yeah. Nurek. Okay, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. The other guy um, was a Fort Lauderdale. I've seen these people. They, You know, it's all smoke and mirrors and big time and partying and drugs, but behind the back. 
They are stealing your money. Save that money. Yeah, he, he was actually one decision away from being a billionaire. He, he, he was, uh, what was that shoe company? Something Adams? What was the company called? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, no, it was uh, in, in the movie. What's, um, what's the shoe company? What's, it's not Skechers. What's the shoe company? Uh, people wear it all the not time. Not Doc Vans? Martens. Not, not Doc Martens. No, no, no. He was one move away from being a billionaire. What is the shoe company called? Reebok. No, it's not Reebok. Kyle, you're looking it up or no? Yeah. Steve Madden. There you go. I really? said Adam. Steve Madden. Steve Madden. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. He was about. To, he was an owner of Steve Madden. Steve Madden. Yeah. He's wearing a Steve Madden. Steve. There you go. People wear Steve Madden. Steve Madden yeah. went to jail too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he was about to be a billionaire, and things caught up. Wow. And next thing you know, they took a big hit. So this guy was a guy that probably, if he wouldn't have screwed up the way he did, he would have been a billionaire. People would have told the People, story. You're going to get caught. The, the stories about, like, you know how you hear the stories about uh, Richard Branson, right? Where his mother said, and I don't know if you guys have read the book, the virgin book, the red book. I don't know if you've read I read the book. Mm -mm. And his mother said when he was a kid, he says, son, you're either going to end up in jail or you're going to be a very powerful man one day. It's going to be one of the two. Well, you know, Jordan Belfort was one decision away from being a billionaire, yeah. or he went to jail. He chose well, that's the what other happens decision. with these super yeah. smart people, the Madoffs of the world. Yeah, but but the, but the point on when he and I talked about it, if you ever watch my first interview with him, I asked about you know where you got in trouble. He said, "I thought I could push the envelope, and I just kept pushing it more and more and more, and I mm -hmm. thought I could keep going, and then I didn't know my limitations, and it was already too late. And yeah. boom, he got caught, and the rest. And you're is gonna history. get caught when you act like you're that. gonna get caught eventually when you do something he like got that. Caught. I had a guy that uh, um, uh, one of our competitors kept uh, uh, saying stuff about me, okay, trashing me the last few weeks. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, you know, this guy's this. Let me tell you this guy. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, a story got exposed about him, hmm. and I get a call from a couple of people saying, "You're you're one of your guys did this." I'm like, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? I don't know what you're talking about here. I never knew this story, you know, until when? Until yesterday, he talked so much trash till the trash caught up to him, and then his biggest trash. It got exposed to everybody. And when you play that game, you just got to be ready because it's going to backfire on you as well eventually. So it, this, this ended up backfiring on him, and uh, it is what it is. But I tell you, you know, talking to Jordan, you're going to be entertained. He's going to tell some crazy story. He's got some strong opinions. And the guy was one or two decisions away from being a billionaire. And if anybody knows that, I think he knows it himself uh, on what happened. And with it would have been legit? Yeah, it would have been a legit wow. billionaire. He would have been a legit billionaire. Okay, let's, Let, let's, let's talk about uh, you will likely need to get a COVID, flu sh COVID shot to fly in 2021, mm. okay? If you don't have a shot, there's a high likelihood you will not be able to get on a flight. Yesterday, the top executives of Australia's largest airline said proof of getting COVID-19 vaccination will be necessary for boarding international flights in the future. I think that's going to be a common thing, talking to my colleagues and other airlines around the globe said Alan Joyce, CEO of Qantas, in an interview with Australians Nine Network, the heads of major U.S. airlines will almost certainly reach the same conclusion. On a call with investors back in April, Ed Bastein, the CEO of Delta Airlines, said that he would make whatever changes to the business model that would be necessary, including adopting a so-called immunity passport, if required by the U.S. government. The majority of Americans support a strong, a, a no proof of immunity, no ticket. Let me read that one more time. Majority of Americans strongly support a no proof of immunity, no ticket. Policy after COVID-19 vaccinations are widely available to the public. Two-thirds say that one vaccinations are rolled out. Once vaccinations are rolled out, airline passengers should be required to show proof of vaccination in order to fly according to the latest Harris Poll COVID-19 tracking survey. 
What do you think about that? Welcome to more of your freedoms being taken away. I mean, there's going to be people that don't want to take the vaccination. You're not allowed to fly. You're not allowed to travel. I agree with international travel. If you're going to Australia on Qantas, you probably have to show that you have, uh, you know, you're negative. You just took a test or that you have been vaccinated or nothing. But it's no way the domestic airlines can do that can legislate that on a daily basis this, here in the U.S. No way. I don't like it. Or is this well, it's domestic? starting with no, international. They're saying, they're saying that they wanted to get to a point where it's also travel, period, okay, domestically, Pat, not just internationally. When Damn. he said, when the Delta yeah. CEO said he's willing to adjust his business plan model, that means raise prices well, guys, on flights. What do you think? What do you think? Of you? What are you going to do? You can't fly if you don't have a vaccine. What do you do? I, just, I don't know how they're going to implement that, like, so quick. What are you going to start happening? You're getting your own plane, but, but really, what do you do? That's, I like how Sam thinks. Hang on one second. What'd you say? What about people who can't take it for health reasons? That's exception. That's exception to the rule. So you that can they get have. a doctor's note and you can still fly. They're saying there's two exceptions. One yeah. is that, and the other one is a religious exception that you have. But the flight you know can still. How many still, people are going to be the getting flight exceptions? Still can say that's fine. You got a religious, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like you don't have to get the shot, but they exempt. can still say exemption. But they can still say you can't fly. So imagine you're on a flight. Let's just say they go to the point where. You have to disclose to people who's taking a shot, who's not taking a shot. Think about it in a different way. You go on a flight, if you're wearing a red mask, you've taken a shot. You've not taken a shot. If you're wearing a green mask, you've taken a shot. Look how weird that's going to be. Imagine if they get to yeah. the point to say, wow. if, you don't wear, if you don't take the shot, your passport says you haven't taken it, you have to wear a red mask. And everybody looks at you. You didn't take the shot? What is wrong with you? Like, imagine if we get to that it point. Could be. But it could be. Who can implement these rules? The airlines? Yes, the, the states? Airline. The who governments? Who, when did you Federal think... Government? Who could implement the rules to shut down restaurants? When, when did you that's and the I government, pre twenty government, not the airlines? But though. when you and I pre twenty twenty, dude, schools are right now talking about vaccines, and they've been doing it for a while. In the state of California, if your kids don't get the right vaccines, they don't have to send you to the school. This is not a new thing, and American people are saying, "Oh, you know what? It is what it is. I got to follow it." So for me, this is a little weird to get to the point where you want me to get a you want me to get a vaccine shot to get on a flight. I'd love to hear what our people think over there. What do you think about it? So so for everybody that's watching this, so you go on a flight, American Airlines, United yeah. Airlines. You say, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I'm flying to uh, Palm Beach. I'm flying to New York. I'm flying to you know Kansas. They say, have you taken a COVID shot, vaccine shot? You say no. They say you can't get on this flight. Are you going to say? And you've already paid for the flight. Yeah, and you say, well. I'll go get the shot. Or you say, hell no, I'm not getting the shot. So if they say, no problem, you don't have to take the shot, but you don't have to be on this flight. Are you A, going to try to protest and get this to change, and it doesn't change? Are you B, going to say, everywhere I go to nowadays, I'm going to travel through a car? <laughs> who, who, like, what happens here? You have to make the decision based on how much traveling you do. I'll give you a scenario. The other day, we had this story on VTPost.com, is there was a flight from Salt Lake City to San Francisco. Yeah. A guy arrives at the gate late. This is a Delta flight, by the way. Didn't have a mask running up to the gate, refused to put one on, boards the plane. So he gets on there, and then the flight attendants are saying, you have to wear a mask. He continued to refuse. This is the day before Thanksgiving. You know, everybody wants to get to where they're going. So he refused. Finally, the, the captain came back there, and he still refused. It got, you know, very, very testy. The entire plane unloaded. Everybody, every passenger walked off that You're flight. Nope. Me. And then they were able to subdue him, pull him off. He spent the night in jail. He's from San Francisco. He spent the night in jail in Salt Lake City. So I think, you know, it's going to be like the Scarlet Letter. This is so... You know, emotions are involved in this thing. There are people that are just flat out crazy, will not come out of their house. I, I Rational, reasonable, high, powerful people that I know. I talked to one yesterday, a sports executive at the highest level, who 
really is really concerned about COVID and is adjusting his life because of that. When you get 300 people on a plane, it's going to be politicized. It's going to get ugly. I'm asking everybody here. I'm asking you a question. What are you going to do? Because, listen, we can all act tough. You can act tough all you sure. want and say, oh, you're just, you know, no, no. Well, you, so you, you can't fly. I okay. I'm telling you, you yeah. cannot fly. What do you do? I'll start. I'm not going to try to act tough. I would get the exemption. I know a lot of doctors, or I would do the okay. religious thing. Right. I would get the exemption. What would you do? As a devout Orthodox Jew, uh, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> this. I, go, Hashem, I go to temple every Saturday. Okay. I cannot take the shower. So, which temple, Sorry. by the way? Where, what's the address? Uh, temple Beth Where's Jewish. The of, He's got the accent. Temple but, but Beth I, Jewish. But, but let, me, of, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yes. What if the exemption, religious exemption, is not going to prove you have to have the shot? What do you do? I take the shot if I have to. If to, to fly, I okay, take it. Okay, okay, so uh, he says yes. Uh, uh, wait, 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 but he went we got, first. We got a guy. What are you going to do? I'm just driving, baby. Driving. I'm, I'm Ubering around. Uber everywhere. You being sarcastic or serious? I would eventually take the shot. What are you going to do? I would eventually. Not wait, first. see what happens first. Wait a bit. Yeah. And if I have to fly, then I, I might concede and eventually take What's your timeline, Kyle? What's your timeline? Six months, 12 months? How long I, are you waiting? I'd say, I'd say six to 12 months. Okay. To see how the first All right. round goes. What do you think? What are you going to do? I think I'll wait like six months. Same, six or twelve months. Yeah, taking it as long as as soon as they tell me I have to take it. I'm in the military. Okay, <laughs> so for you, military, Eric's we have we have, have to take it. Real, real quick, real quick, uh, Eric Galera right there, 30 years old. It was his birthday that's yesterday. That's right. Happy birthday, He's Eric! Yes, He's an absolute stud. He's part of the three percent movement. Oh, absolute stud. Happy birthday. Yeah, absolute stud. Go ahead, Kai. Uh, I'd probably same as Tom. First, try to get exemptions, and then after that, I'd. Wait it out, kind of, depending how long. What would you do, Pat? What would Pat do? Well, I mean, what you're saying on what I would do, and, and, I'm, and I'm being very serious with you, but this is like not, not an, uh, it's an unfair comment that I'm going to make. It's going to come across as, uh, you know, chauvinistic. I'm going to have to buy a jet. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. I'm actually yeah. being very serious. I'm going to, because now I got... We got word the other day. We go to the doctor, and the doctor says you're having twins. Okay, yeah. muscle tough. So muscle tough. Yeah. So so I got three. I got yeah. potentially two on the way. I got my 78 year old dad. I got Melva. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna? I I I don't know. It's gonna be very uncomfortable for me. But for me, if I'm somebody that's forced to take a shot, you know, if you're in the military, you're forced to take shots regularly. And you don't have a choice. We we took shots regularly, and we got yeah. tested on first before everybody else mm -hmm. got tested on. They would say, there's no results on this. There's a risk. Sign this over here. Take the shot. So we did that, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the side effects worked positively for me. So whatever it was, <laughs> I'm like, give me some more dosage of this. You know, whatever it was. You, yeah. <laughs> you know. I learned that My yesterday. They give better. you a shot in boot camp of course. that you can't get a hard on yeah. for three months. Of course. Is that right? That makes yeah. sense. Well, I never they, thought they, of that. They said it's two conspiracies, too. One is yeah. a shot. The other one is a punch. The punch you drink, wow. they, put, they put things in it for you not to get a... Your Can, testosterone. The anti-Viagra. Because yeah. I know Damn. some very, very attractive females that have gone into, the, like, the reserves, where they've yeah. had to go to basic training. Yeah. How did you survive? I mean, I, I can't imagine the relentless. Well, no, no, the, she didn't survive. I just want you to oh, know. Okay. She, <laughs> There's no she, shot for that? No, 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 no. She she got hit up by everybody. I'm because sure. if you're attractive in the military, yeah. you're officially a drop-dead gorgeous model times 100 in the military. And you're going to get hit up, hit up by everybody. Beer goggles and, times 100. And, and, and oh, the shit. opposite is the men in the military are attractive. It's good-looking men mm -hmm. who are athletic, who work out. So it's, it's like it's, it, if you're looking for attractive men yeah, with yeah. a lot of testosterone. I just went to this party, camp. actually, in, uh, <laughs> in Hungary. 
It was a sick party. <laughs> Speaking of attractive right, let's men. Let's talk about, let's I talk about. This, it was for Eric's birthday, A story yesterday. By the way, this next story, if you don't like crude stories, skip this one here. <laughs> but I think you're going to, you're going to, this, this is not a spoof. This is a real story of what happened yesterday. It was the most number one trending story on Business Insider, and it has nothing to do with business. It's a number one story. Oh, he was taking care of business, yeah, all right. He was, but it's the number one inside, Business Insider trending story yesterday. An anti-gay <laughs> Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. <laughs> you have to realize, like, that's like a movie. That's like that. That doesn't make any sense. Let me read that one more time. Yeah. An anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. An ally of Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban resigned from the European Parliament after attending what was described a 25-man orgy in Brussels. Uh, Joseph Sazar quit as an MEP on Sunday and later uh, said he was present at a private party. The police found him and 24 other naked men at gathering, including diplomats and local reports, said he played a key role in the urban government crackdown on LGBTQ community rights in Hungary. A source close to the investigation told Politico that po- officers were called after complaint about a nighttime disturbance. I deeply regret violating the COVID restrictions. It was irresponsible on my part. I'm ready to stand for the final, uh, final uh, find that curse. He announced his resignation and obviously the rest is history. Adam, I think it's important for you to take it. From when we here. were going down the, because Kai usually makes the topics that we. I pull thought up. you guys were pulling a joke. I thought I'm we like, were pulling a joke. I'm like, Kai, what the hell is? I this seriously thought they were like pulling. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, this, like, is, this is this is a real story. This, this is ridiculous. So I thought Kai was was pranking us. So a couple things. Let me just start off with the, the old Seinfeld episode. Like, and he was gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, unless you are a anti-gay marriage politician, <laughs> hungry. Who's secretly in man, involved in a wow. gay orgy, a gorgy, yeah. and um, this is hypocrisy at its finest. And then I kind of dig the little deeper, you know, because, you know, for some reason I was like, I gotta know more, bro. Um, he he said, <laughs> he said, look, you know, I violated COVID restrictions. My bad. You know, you were there, Tom. You know yes, yourself, yes, dude. Yes. He said, well, look, you know, I I had an ecstasy pill in my pocket. And it might have been. Something. I'm like, listen, dude, you're screwing up. I listen, buddy. I partied in South Beach. I may or may not have taken an XD pill in my day, okay? What happens is when you take an ecstasy pill, you go out, you go to the dance party, you have a good time, you know, you, you meet some chicks. You don't end up at a gorgy, okay? That's just not, so don't blame it on the XD, you know, ecstasy pill, homie. You're a gay dude who hates yourself, and you're fighting against anti-gay marriage in Hungary of all places. And it's just hypocrisy. He it's jumped out of the window. Jumped out of the window, <laughs> naked. Naked. He naked. jumps out of the window naked. Is this real life right now? And meanwhile, like to be, to be honest, he is fighting against gay rights. Meanwhile, he's involved in a naked Hungarian gangbang. You know, I'm going to stay with my initial theory, the stay in your lane. You know, just like Bitcoin, I left it to the experts. Orgies, oh, I'm going to leave it to the two experts here. All right, so you guys handled that perfectly. But I will say this. Kai, pull up the story we did on VT Post yesterday. Writing these headlines, I never had more joy and satisfaction than using oh, the word yes. orgy on in orgies. a headline. I mean, you don't get you to do that every day. in so. our country is out of control. At least Biden and Trump aren't having orgies with two dozen other people like this goof in Hungary. <laughs> That's goof. what he looks Great like, yeah. man. Wow. You got the Hungarian He's so here's the question. Bear. Here's yeah. the question. Here's here's the most uh, you know entertaining question. Would I go to the party? Sure. What? Is that what? No. <laughs> 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 
Mario, where you at, bro? <laughs> no, this is the question. This is the question. How many of our audience are going to this, this party the if they're giving Look, out free? Have you, uh, have you ever had an embarrassing moment that happens to yeah. one of your friends and you see him for the first time and the moment you see him, you got that smirk <laughs> on your face? You know that moment. Wait, wait, You know what? It's even worse if you were involved in the embarrassing. You show up in your friend, you know he's doing that to you. So so then you so you see him. So you see him. So you see him. I mean, imagine you're his brother. You're his you know, what do you do? When you see him, like, dude, anything new? What's the first thing you tell? <laughs> what have you been up to lately? Tell me this kind of stuff, man. I mean, you can. We're homies, like, you, hey, you know. You know, hopefully he's strategic gotta, because this dude's sitting know. on a on a gold mine. I mean, he's telling his story, a, a book right. or something. My he's God, not, he's not sitting on a gold mine. He's sitting on something else. But you know, it's it's yeah. uh, it's a. Um, it's, but it, it's one of those things when you're so anti something. I don't know these people. You got something going on behind the closet. You know, in the closet, something's going on here. So <laughs> you can't even say I hope somebody prays for. I wonder guy. if he's married Kai. though. You know I no, was yes, this close married. to not including it because it just sounds so absurd. Kai, it, Adam, it he's married. He's married. Yeah, he's, he's married, married to, he's to a, who? a wife. He has a female wife. Be quiet. No, he's yeah. married. Be quiet. No, he is. What he's is the, married? The, 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 wow. He comes home to the wife. What is she? How'd you like my line? He has a female wife. That's female funny. wife. You gotta. You know. The wife is probably like I've known this entire time. <laughs> She's gonna know. No wonder you can't. You know. But I got this ecstasy Gravity pill, doesn't work so. His wife's going to tell him, hey, you can go on a helicopter ride with uh, Onassis. Go have fun. Go. Weird, weird story. Let's wrap up this episode yeah. on more positive <laughs> news. I don't know. Where do you want to go with this, Pat? I think we've got so, maybe like five minutes left. I mean, dude, we, you got all, you got all excited about this Hungarian story. Now, I know what I'm doing this weekend. No. You were fired up about it. I just think it's so freaking hypocritical. Okay, pull up the number stats for uh, 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 smartphone sales. Okay, smartphone sales. Uh, Kai, should we should we play this card first before you do it? to ask each other what percentage it is. Why don't you ask us the question? Because I haven't seen the data. So here's what I did. I'm concerned. I'm deeply concerned about the smartphone market because to me, I think Apple has a monopoly. I'm an Apple guy. And by the mm -hmm. way, I got an email from a guy yesterday when we, when we bashed Apple. This guy sent an email, okay? Who was a, and I want to I read this in full disclosure, and I'm going to give him a shout-out because I told him I'm going to share this. He says, that's fine. He sent the email. He says, I'm a former Apple employee, Okay. He says, as a former Apple employee, I think they donate tons and tons of money, no questions asked. Anytime I donated a charitable organization, Apple matched it. I forget what the limit was on that, but it was pretty high. If I volunteered my time to a charitable organization, Apple would pay $30 an hour to work for a charitable organization. This is a guy saying this to me, Craig C., okay? who said this about Apple. So I want to say that to Apple, if that's the case. Crazy. If there's anybody else that's working for Apple or ever worked at Apple that can validate that story that happened to you as well, I want to give the proper shout-out to these guys if that's the case, okay? So now, but I do have a concern. I think the number one monopoly right now in America is Apple, mm -hmm. and it comes down to the smartphone game. Monopoly is 50% plus, right? We talked about this, I think, on the last, last podcast briefly with Tom, and I said, let's get the stats. So what percentage of phones Americans use is iPhone? Oh. What percentage is another phone? What do you think oh. it is? Because you go got first. Samsung. Go I, ahead. I can't even. I can only name two: Samsung and and Apple. And I'm just basing this on the people I know and the phones I see. I'm going to say it's 74 percent Apple. 74. What do you think it hold is? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. We're saying that 50 percent is a monopoly. Yeah. And what percentage of Americans are using Apple? You said 74. I'm use. I'm going to. I'm going to start the the bidding. We got two here more minutes, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. What do you think it is? <sighs> I don't think it's a monopoly yet because I think it would be more in the news. But it's damn close. I'm saying something in the low 40s. 
Forty two percent. Okay. All right. I don't know the number, but I have to say it's more than fifty percent. I'm gonna say it's fifty. I mean, sixty percent is what I'm gonna say. Fifty-five, sixty percent. Let's go to the data. I'm curious. Drum now. roll, please. What do we got here, Kai? What is the number? Got it. Wow. Okay. Man. Well, listen. Good for them. What are good. So what's the number? Forty-five percent. Then they're not a monopoly. Okay. Forty-five percent. I told you. I thought they were dangerous. But watch close, this. But 40, not there no, yet. no, no. But watch, watch yeah. the number. Forty-two, three, forty-three, three, forty-three, five, forty-four, two, forty-five, one, forty-five, two, forty-five, three, forty-five, four. Forty-five. Yeah. It's not looking good for anybody else. And our Trending BlackBerry up. and our yeah. BlackBerry is out the game. And BlackBerry is doing what? BlackBerry's. Uh, 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 what's the thing about BlackBerry? BlackBerry Amazon spikes record 65% after finalizing deal with Amazon for automotive data software. BlackBerry surge at, you know, their, their software called Ivy allows automakers to read vehicle sensor data and improve systems and performance according to press release. The stock's leap is its biggest one-day gain on record and places shares at their highest level since April 2019. BlackBerry was known as a cell phone company. Now they're selling intel intelligent vehicle data platform. Yeah. So my concern is if Apple has got 45.3, how many more years till they cross that 50%? Or do you think Tim Cook intentionally keeps it below 50%? It's kind of like the App Store. Like, he, you know, he's at, they were at 30% fee and they, they re reduced it to 15%. He does They're not want to cross that 50% right number. Cross that right, 50 there's the rest number. of the world that you can work on the numbers. Yeah, right? he Get does those. not want to crack that 50% number. It's kind of like we said yesterday that, yeah. that Amazon is rooting for Target. You know yes. What? Apple is probably rooting. Come on, BlackBerry. Yes. Exactly. Something, Come on, bro. Samsung. They're Come coming out with a new somebody. phone, right? Samsung. Right. I mean, Apple's strategy is you need a new one every year. So yeah. that you don't need to be over 50%. Come on, Hungarian. Okay, bang, bang. awesome. Well, we covered a bunch of different things. Obviously, uh, uh, Adam's favorite topic was the Hungarian uh, so brother who uh, a, you know had an uh, interesting weekend for himself. <laughs> but uh, we had a lot of topics to cover. If you enjoyed today's podcast, press that subscribe button. We'd love to get this podcast to 100,000 subs. It's our next marker. And the only way we get there is with your help. If you want us to continue doing this podcast, smash that uh, subscribe button. And we are doing this again, what, next week? I believe we're doing it next week. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, same time. Uh, we look forward to having you be with us next Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.